anything. Be someone who doesn't repeat media sound bites. The show starts now. That the issue that I was talking about, about being more difficult, is that we're going to have two viruses circulating at the same time. This spring that we just went through, February, we had a benefit of having the flu season ended. So we could use all our flu surveillance systems to say, whoops, this is coronavirus. We need to focus. Next fall and, and, and winter, we are going to have two viruses circulating. And we're going to have to distinguish between which is flu and which is the coronavirus. And so the comment that I made, it's more difficult. Doesn't mean it's going to be more impossible. Doesn't mean it's going to be more, as some people have said, uh, worse. It just means it's more difficult because we have to distinguish between the two. And what I was wanting to do and what I want to do again here is appeal to the American public to recognize they can really help like they did with mitigation, which they really helped. I need them to help now to best prepare us by getting the flu vaccine and taking flu out of the picture. I actually think it's actually going to be, I think the American public is going to heed the request to relook at their vaccine hesitancy to vaccine with confidence for flu. Hi. (laughs) Welcome. Kate Daly Show. Oh, boy. Uh, So much uh, in this hour. I'd love to go over with you. Uh, Not only about Utah, um, but uh, everything. The election, uh, where we stand. And uh, yesterday I had a... um, Migraine. I get those occasionally. I think I've probably missed about six shows over the course of nine years uh, due to migraines uh, hitting. And so I apologize, you know. Uh, what can I say? Um, that happens. So anyway, I'm back. And uh, here I am. And, of course, Chrisanne Hall, instead of joining me tomorrow, which she normally does, she's going to be joining me today. And so uh, make sure you tune in for the next hour because between her and Melissa huge hour. Melissa has a fantastic topic to talk about that's uh, that's really enlightening actually. You're going to love it. And uh, Chrisanne, of course, same thing. So next hour is going to be huge and then we follow it out with uh, Susan, who's obviously amazing as well. We're going to find out what's going on behind the scenes. What a show we have for you today. So on that note, um, a couple of things actually. Walter Williams uh, passed away. What a loss. What a loss. Uh, Walter Williams, amazing, amazing, honest voice. George Mason University, um, just, uh, he'll be missed. Uh, we, we've repeated uh, him on the show so many times and, and have referenced him. Um, make sure you get over to ABC, Auto Body Central. If you are in an accident, you get to choose your provider. These are the guys to choose. They're honest. They know what they're doing, and they will go the extra mile. Um, in all of the people I represent on the show, they will go the extra mile for you. In fact, this is why I'll talk about them. Um, just their honesty, everything about uh, ABC is just phenomenal. You'll love them. And you can choose your provider. You don't have to go with who they they give you. Um, The insurance companies, for a reason, only tell you a couple of people, you know, oh, why don't you give, you know, these couple of companies a call. You actually get to choose who you go with. And I would absolutely 100%, no questions asked, go with ABC Auto Body Central. Yes, they're that good. Um, And uh, they're easy to find, too. They're in Washington. Uh, They're awesome. 
Okay, so let's let's start this out. Let's start this out with a little bit of Utah corruption, shall we? I always like to start off my Wednesday with a little dose of Utah corruption. This was from a video that's been uh, going around. Uh, this is from the B Cut, and um, I'm not even sure who this is, but I'll give you the links at the end, like I always do. I'll, I'll tell you uh, the reference points here, but makes a, an interesting. Um, uh, accusation for Utah and the money we're receiving. And so when Governor Herbert linked up with Rockefellers, um, he also is linking up with China. And so this really needs to be understood that he and Cox, our new, or what will, who will be our new awful governor, um, are really in cahoots with all the wrong people. So if you're going to bolster up Herbert and Cox and then point a finger at Biden with his relationship with China, think again, because, uh, we're getting an awful lot of money. So this was fantastic. Let me go ahead. Let me, I'm going to play this for you. This is so good. Okay. Here you go. Here's a snippet of this. It's about four minutes, so hang with me for, and listen very, very carefully to what's being said in the comparisons to the other states on how much money they got versus how much more money Utah got for its size and population. This is awesome. Here we go. Florida, how much did Florida receive? $21.8 billion. They've got, what, $1.121 number of awards. New York, $25 billion. This is in COVID funding, by the way. So if you're wondering... I'm going to start this over. This is in COVID funding, okay? COVID funding. Here we go. Florida, how much did Florida receive? $21.8 billion. They've got, what, $1.121 number of awards. New York, $25 billion. Pretty measurable. $21 and $25 billion in New York. Texas got $37.5. Of course they should. They're bigger. They didn't get that much more. I mean, we're talking billions, $12 billion. That's not a, you know, when we're talking billions, 12 isn't a big ordeal. So let's go again. New York, 25. Florida, 21 billion. Texas, 37. California better be more. Oh, yeah, it is. 44. That all sounds proportionate, doesn't it? It does to me. Let's just hop on over to little old Utah. $104.4 billion. What? California, 44. Texas, 37. Florida, 21. New York City, all of the state of New York, 25. And all Utah, 104. Herbert and Cox, you have sold us out, and you have absolutely made a disgrace of this state. You should be ashamed of yourselves, and I'm going to make sure you get hunted down for this money because this isn't in the budget. I know the budget. We're going to go over that budget in detail and figure out where all this money is. And here's that breakdown of $104.4 billion. So I'm looking at the Utah State Legislature federal funding. See how it's broken down? This is the fiscal health dashboard. You got your general fund, education fund, transportation, federal, and dedicated credits of the revenue. Well, as you see, everything's up except for transportation fund 0.9. That's nothing. But look at federal funds. This is interesting. Remember $104.4 billion that we got? 103% that they're up. Now, here's what they're reporting. 2012 through 2020, $4,181,516,354. Let that sink in for a second. 4 
let's just say five million, they're up one hundred three point three percent. Well, I wonder why they're up. They're more up more than that. Federal fund collections to date two point five zero one million. So who's lying? But we still have three hundred million of federal COVID relief funds to spend before year's end. That's but the government gave us one hundred four billion. When you look at the total for everything, their dashboards, does it make sense? Does it? $21 billion is what they're stating they received for the, or that that's their budget for the state of Utah. Total, 34% is from federal funds alone. But still, if their total budget is at $21.2 billion, where's the $104 billion that they received? from from the feds yeah this is absolutely horrendous if i just did a general search on let's just put in governor herbert association with china i'll show you something governor herbert meets with top chinese trade mission to china the trade everything's about the trade with china china relations helps cement it the trade mission to china government herbert headed to china Governor Herbert leads the trade mission to China. Utah strengthening communication with China. 10,000 PPE masks. 10,000 PPE masks gifted to the University of Utah from China. With 104 billion, we could have bought our own. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, got some splaining to do, right? That's an awful lot of money to come to our state. And we've been so compliant all along. Um, So, you know, as much as we can say a lot is done out of stupidity, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that we enjoy being the cog in the wheel of uh, um, taking down this country um, willingly. And as many uh, people that want to say, you know, we're a red state and we stand for all of these things, no, we don't. No, we don't. I'm sorry, but the proof is there. So we can't just keep saying um, with this kind of love affair sort of, you know, um, grandiose idealism in our minds that this is where Utah is and this is the integrity we have of those in office. Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. So willing to take this federal money all the way down to commissioners and mayors all through our state all sellouts and so your mayors are sellouts your commissioners are sellouts everyone's a sellout for the cash the hospitals i'm getting letters daily daily from whistleblowers yeah from whistleblowers telling me the hospitals aren't full so my plea is governors start doing spot checks start doing spot checks no staff no warning Go look for yourself. Stop relying on the information given to you by your very uh, progressive liberal cohorts that just love to, um, to lie about this information. The hospitals are lying. They're lying. And I have so much less respect for people in the medical field now. And I, I actually will think twice before stepping into a hospital because you know what? or going to IHC for anything. Why? Because I know that at the end of the day, their interest will be for money and for the hospital and not my health. That's why.
pretty sad. So uh, so there's that. And we've got all this money and no splaining. <laughs> Nobody's telling us where that money is or where it's going or what's going on. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's all about your health. Baloney. Um, I did a post on Facebook that gives an awful lot of truth right now. And I'm hoping that you will share that because we really, we don't have much time left to wake people up. So please go ahead and share that post, but I'll share a little bit with you when I come back. Also, um, I want to give you an up-to-date on the election. And uh, so much, actually. Dominion testimony. Pfizer guy speaks out. No second wave. All false positives. Anyway, be right back. Kate Daly Show. This is Kate Daly, and my show is brought to you by the Piano Gallery, located on the Bloomington exit, right by Bloomington Walmart. You can get a gorgeous piano for a great deal. Talk to John or Jamie. A piano makes a beautiful house a home. Best mattress, the best place to buy Tempur-Pedic. Save up to $1,500 on Serta, Beautyrest, and Sherwood. Free delivery and setup with the best mattress, 120-day satisfaction guarantee. Why shop anywhere else? What's more important than your health? The Summit Athletic Club recently released the best gift in town, the gift of health. Right now, you can gift someone a healthy lifestyle with the Summit's gift of health. It includes 30 days of a Summit Athletic Club membership at all three locations, over 200 classes a week to choose from, 30 days of training, 30 days of tanning, 30 days of towel service, and 30 days of Staiku fitness tracking, all for $99. It really is the perfect gift for anyone. Stop into any of the three Summit Athletic Club locations to take advantage of these specials. And right now, the Summit has specials up to 40% off. With specials like these and the best facilities, trainers, and members in Southern Utah, it's easy to see why the Summit Athletic Club won Best Club in Southern Utah nine years in a row. Stop by one of their three locations with a brand new location coming soon. Take me If you or a loved one has taken Zantac for a prolonged period and has suffered from or is currently suffering from certain types of cancer, please contact the law firm of Swenson & Shelley right now. On April 1st, 2020, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration announced that it was requesting that manufacturers withdraw all Zantac and generic Zantac over-the-counter drugs from the market. It has been determined that an ingredient in some Zantac-type medications is linked to cancer. You may be entitled to a significant cash settlement. To find out if you have a case, contact the law firm of Swenson & Shelley. If you or a loved one has taken Zantac for a prolonged period and has suffered from or is currently suffering from certain types of cancer, please contact the law firm of Swenson & Shelley right now at swensonandshelley.com. That's SwensonAndShelley.com. Happy holidays! Why not make the season the most comfortable season of the year with a new heating system from Air Care Professionals? Stop struggling with that old furnace and take advantage of Air Care Professionals' season special and get up to $900 off your new system and 0% equipment financing options OAC. But hurry, this offer is for a limited time. Call Air Care Professionals today at 628-2423. That's 628-2423, or you can get them online at aircarepros.com. 
What a year it has been. Isolation, cancellation, and maybe a little too much time at home. But not us. We're staying safe to stay open. This is Lisa from Red Cliffs Consignment. Our team is here to help you get ready for the holidays. Big dinners, big families, big tables, big sofas. Those are the seasonal joys we remember. It may be different this year, but consider starting a new tradition or practice a very old one. Set the table with fine china. Bring out the old holiday decorations you have been storing away for years. Turn your home into a festive place. Sit down in a comfy chair and write a card or letter to that friend or family member you cannot be with. Tell them why you miss them. We have the fine china and decorations too. Comfy chairs and sofas and a writing desk for you. Make this one special with a little help from Red Cliff's consignment. The best way to slow the spread of COVID-19 is to practice social distancing. Keep at least six feet away from others at all times. Limit groups to smaller than 10 people. Stay home as much as possible. But it's okay to go outside. It's okay to get takeout food from restaurants. When shopping, go by yourself and buy only what you need. Wash your hands often and properly. Most importantly, stay calm, stay connected, and stay informed at coronavirus.utah.gov. Live a healthier life by tuning in Thursday at 5 p.m. to the Revolutionizing Medicine show. This is a new show featuring Dr. Kobe Taylor. Dr. Kobe is an unconventional pharmacist that will explore cutting-edge medical treatments, help you navigate the healthcare system, and get you optimal health. Dr. Kobe will inform you about CBD oils, compounding medicine, and the latest and greatest medications to keep you healthy and happy. Dr. Kobe will also be taking your questions and concerns. So listen Thursday evenings from 5 to 5.30. This show is previously recorded. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. in the kitchen with my kids <laughs> to that song. I love it. Uh, Billy Squire, time, uh, Christmas is the time to say I love you. Yeah, it's on my playlist in my car. Uh, well, uh, welcome back to the show. And of course, telling the truth, you know, it always makes my heart happy. I got a small donation from um, the National Organization for Constitutional Sheriffs, and I really appreciated it because... Um, thank you. Because you know what? Uh, we'll, we'll stand up for what's right. I will not buy into the garbage that mainstream media is doing uh, to our to our lives and to us and all the brainwashing going on. And I really appreciate the Constitutional Sheriff's Organizations. Um, had them on the air many times through the years and really, really appreciate them. Um, also, make sure that you are staying engaged with loved ones. Do not spend another holiday season pretending just to hear. Please don't do that. Um, this is the best time to go and be part of the conversation maintain your independence avoid memory loss it's really tied to memory loss 
take the first steps to medically treating your hearing loss, receive two free months of treatment, two free months. And you know what? They've never done this before. Tell them Kate Daly sent you get two free months of treatment. What in the world are you waiting for now? Two free months of treatment. If you say my name and uh, we're going to make sure that you can maintain your independence, avoid memory loss and be part of the conversation. Actually hear what's going on. You're going to wish you'd done it a long time ago. Go to Intermountain Audiology. Intermountain Audiology. They are the very best at what they do. I promise you that. And uh, they've got Dr. Darrow, PhD, the only MIT Harvard trained neuroscientist in America. Yeah. Uh, so worth it. Intermountainaudiology.com. Okay. Uh, a couple of things. Candace Owens actually sued Politif- Polita- Pol- what is it? PolitiFact. <laughs> Because uh, they went after her on a post and she said Joe Biden was not the president elect and uh, they went after her to say that that was misleading information. Well, she actually went after them and said, uh, no, it's not. He actually is not the president elect. We still have six states out there. okay, and uh, that haven't been called yet. Trump is actually ahead in electoral college votes. And guess what? They backed off. They backed off because they knew. They knew they'd lose. Um, Kind of interesting, isn't it? Uh, And then, of course, um, oh, by the way, make sure you get over to Dr. Diet. Uh, They have a special going on right now and uh, $25 off. It's amazing special. Honestly, it's the best way to lose weight. I did it. I know you're going to do this because (laughs) you need some help. Get the help. Go to Dr. Diet, 628 Diet. You've got to get their help. I'm serious because it makes all the difference in the world. You can only do so much to kind of, you know, make sure that you're staying on track. The accountability, their staff, everything that they offer is just amazing. And it will actually, you'll get the results you want. Don't you want the results? Of course you do. Get over to Dr. Diet. It's the best way to lose weight, quickest way. And uh, they'll help you to understand the diet that's going to work for you, by the way. Um, okay, let me, uh, by the way, uh, uh, Sydney Powell and Lynn Wood, uh, attorneys, actually did a live stream. It's an hour and 38 minutes long. I will put that uh, YouTube, it's already been viewed over 300,000 times. I will put that YouTube, they did this today, on the update of what's going on, and I'll put it on the Kate Daly Show page on Facebook so that you can uh, see that. And then... Um, uh, also, I just kind of wanted to give you a little bit of a rundown as well, because everybody's just everybody's been asking me, do you really, really think that Trump's going to actually? Yeah, actually, I do. Um, but my reasons for thinking that he'll actually get this are probably not what people expect. Um, and let me say this. Um, he has the proof. They have the proof. Now we get to see how crooked if the judges are actually not going to act crooked. Well, that, 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 that's, that's one of the points. Anyway, so the Trump team filed uh, uh, or filing a lawsuit. 40,000 people voted twice in Nevada. And that's big because the numbers are so tight. Okay? 40,000 people voted twice in Nevada. They've got the proof. Powell accuses Dominion of lying and massive fraud. Ted Cruz calls on um, the Supreme Court to take up Pennsylvania election challenge. You've got uh, Nevada. Um, uh, you can watch, actually, as Trump campaign deposes witnesses. Uh, 
You have uh, the expertise of the experts. <laughs> I know people love to dispute. Well, what expert is that? Is the expert that agrees with me or not? You know. Um, so uh, the expertise of the experts has come out and actually outlined, and I've actually put this on the Kate Daly Show page from the court testimony, where he was trained by the DOD, the CIA, the NSA. This guy came forward and actually put out exactly what happened over seven pages of testimony with Dominion. You can actually check out that whole transcript on the Kate Daly Show page. Um, we also have the Georgia House Speaker calling for signature verification of absentee voter, uh, voting. Uh, Trump campaign files challenge to election results in Wisconsin. Wisconsin Governor... Um, <laughs> There's so much going on with Wisconsin. It's it's just a riot to kind of see how they're trying to uh, to screw all of this uh, through. You know, to to go to Biden. It's kind of amazing. Um, but they're 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 obviously the Trump campaign is filing challenges to the election results. Um, the Trump uh, Trump's uh, Georgia lawyer uh, letter demands an audit up to forty five thousand votes. Um, and there's a new lawsuit seeking to decertify Georgia election results. Lot going on right now, and it's not going to end anytime this week or next. Uh, you won't see. You won't. I mean, I, people that want a resolution to this aren't going to get one yet. This is still going on, and there's still no president elect because the media can't call an election. Um, the fact that 40,000 people voted twice in Nevada, (laughs) I have to laugh because there's so much fraud. And when people go, yeah, but where's the evidence? Is there evidence? I don't think there's any evidence. Really? Really? I don't know what to tell people that just don't, can't see. Here's here's a Dominion uh, worker actually testifying. Um, this was from Epic Times. Here you go. Listen to this. It's only a minute and a half. So I would just walk up and down. The Senate Melissa hearing. Corona, contractor who worked with Dominion Voting System at Detroit's TCF Center, testified at a Senate committee hearing on Tuesday. She says that she saw fraud all throughout her time there on the 3rd and 4th of November. What I witnessed um, at the TCF Center was complete fraud. The whole 27 hours I was there, um, there was... Um, batches of ballots being ran through the tabulating machines numerous times, um, being counted eight to ten times. Uh, I watched this with my own eyes. I was there to assist with IT. Um, Carone says the proper way to scan ballots when there's a paper jam is to reset the count. In other words, discard the count on the machine and rescan all of them with the jammed paper on top. But apparently that didn't happen and counters rescanned ballots without resetting the count. She went on to say that there were people on the night shift who were completely untrained, one of which was a friend of hers that she's known for over 20 years. Whole process. They were allowed to do whatever they wanted to do. I, Nick and uh, Samuel that worked for Dominion, they were on the stage. They had a contract employee, me, and another one that was from Texas. I have his name right here, Miles um, Smiley. 
90-year-old man there to assist with IT work, and he did not have any kind of background in IT and worked in and lived in Tennessee. So this man was just walking around aimlessly. You know, I was really the only one running around like crazy helping these people. In an interview with the Epoch Times, Caron says that Dominion hasn't contacted her since she submitted her affidavit. Miguel Moreno, yeah, NTD News. <laughs> I'll bet. Uh, a lot of testimony like this going on. There's so much fraud. It's so rampant that it's hard to actually keep track of it. It's like runaway horses. I mean, it's just insane how much fraud is actually happening right now. Um, yeah. Um, by the way, I just wanted to mention when we were coming in, that clip that I played was Dr. Redfield from the CDC saying that uh, flu, they didn't know the difference between flu and um, COVID for this fall that we're in right now. Because that, that clip was from May. I always say this and I play it a lot because it hasn't sunk in yet. So I just want to make sure people realize <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, we're getting we're getting severely messed with. And let me share a little bit of my post with you from Facebook, just for a second. The fraud is so rampant that I really worry that Americans are not understanding that we're watching crime happen, and it's not about sides. And what's really sad to me is that there's there's many people that just don't care that there's fraud because they're so into the win. Also, remember that the parties. The two parties groom their candidates. They look for the yes men to be able to put into the places that have the most power. So think about this when you're thinking about parties, because how sad is that? The reason Herbert's been in government for 30 years, the reason we have Cox, the reason we have who we have is because the parties groomed them to be in those spots. They are willing to do whatever they are told to do. This is why I hate the parties, quite honestly. Um, uh, it's become big business, hasn't it? It's just sad. Really, really sad. So if you're in the parties because you believe that the party is driven by idealism, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> so, okay. Um, sheriffs, you need to have a come to Jesus moment on what you really stand for. If you can't locate your backbone, resign so that we can find someone who has one. You're our only protection. Our governors are not a protection. Um, okay. People ask me all the time, how do you know what to believe? How did you know early on? How did you know from the get-go this was a lie? Because when government, media, and news media are all on the same script, pushing the same hype, fear, and story from the beginning, that means you're being lied to. This is so easy. <laughs> this is so simple. Yep, that's a lie, because they're all on the same page. By the way, the next one they're going to push is that $1 bills and $5 bills, we're, that we're in a shortage for those. They were pushing the coin thing, and no one could ever answer the question. It's because COVID. Oh, really? How does COVID actually deal with the, 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 the minting of coins that, that happened years ago. How, how does that actually work? I don't know, just because COVID. Well, um, ones and fives are next. So as they all get on board to push this and corporations jump on and they remove cash registers, more of them, and they push us like cattle guards into uh, 
moo. Seriously, we should start mooing. Um, as they push us into cashless society willingly, and we go willingly into this, there's no cash shortage, but they'll all be on the same page. You just watch. You just watch. Ones and fives are next. They're going to say there's a huge shortage. Hmm. They can print up all the propaganda for COVID, but they can't print up money? Come on. Uh, be right back. Kate Daly Show. As a business owner, taking care of your employees and their health is top priority these days. That's why a corporate membership at the Summit Athletic Club might be just what you need for your business. Studies have shown that physically fit employees are less likely to get sick, are less stressed, have more sustained energy, making them more productive, exude self-confidence, accomplish goals, are natural leaders, and know how to have fun. At the Summit Athletic Club, they know that investing, encouraging, and providing the opportunity for a physically fit lifestyle demonstrates a concern for your employees' overall well-being, and it pays off. And best of all, the Summit Athletic Club team is offering a complimentary experience for you and your employees where they'll come and explain all these benefits, including informational packets and even yummy healthy snacks. Get your employees the healthy benefits they deserve with the Summit Athletic Club's corporate membership, good at any of their three locations. Take me where So you didn't get that RV you wanted for Christmas? Aw, don't be sad. Just head down to Nielsen RV to find the perfect travel trailer, fifth wheel, toy hauler, or motorhome. Plus, Nielsen RV has extended the Christmas cash sale through the end of the year. So if you missed out on letting Nielsen RV pay for your Christmas, there's still time to save big and get up to $5,000 cash back. That's Nielsen RV off the Bluff Street exit under the giant American flag on State Street and Hurricane or online at NielsenRV.com. Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on the Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. Trucks, 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 baby. You looking for a nice used truck or maybe a nice used diesel truck? Come down to Red Rock Auto Sales 4x4 and Truck Center. We have all the trucks you could want at one location. Our new 960 South Bluff Street location is full of beautiful trucks. We carry every make of diesel truck on the market and every make of half-ton trucks on the market. With a huge selection of over 20 diesels in stock, you're sure to find your next truck at Red Rock Auto Sales 4x4 and Truck Center. From Newgate Dental Implant Center. This year, give yourself the gift of a smile. I'm so excited for the holidays. I'll be around my family and I won't feel bad about my teeth. I can't wait to eat the foods I haven't been able to eat for many years, like caramels, candied apples. I can definitely smile and I won't feel self conscious. Now I have my great smile. Reserve your vouchers for a complimentary consultation and CT scan by visiting NubiaSmiles.com. 
Hi, I am attorney Kevin Swenson with Swenson and Shelley, and when it comes to accidents, I have seen too many lives altered, leaving behind the bills, medical conditions, and lingering effects. Having an experienced attorney who is looking out for your long-term health, physically and financially, is the most important factor. If you've been in an accident, call my office. The call is free, and I will make sure you know all of your options before the insurance company tries to settle, leaving your life changed forever. At Swenson and Shelley, our Utah injury attorneys are knowledgeable, experienced, adept at solving legal problems, and will advocate for you. Every accident is unique and requires specific solutions in dealing with insurance companies and medical bills. Rehab can be arduous and painful. Working through medical bills can be all-consuming, and losing time on the job is money out of your pocket. Don't fight these battles alone. Swenson and Shelley are skilled and committed to helping you. Log on to SwensonandShelley.com to get the compensation you deserve. Season's greetings from Rescue Alert of Dixie. Do you have parents or a loved one that really needs 24-hour care? If they're really not the best in an emergency or with modern technology like a smartphone, here's something to consider. Rescue Alert of Dixie. With just a single push of a button, your loved one will be contacted and get immediate help. Plus, just by wearing the device around their neck, if they fall outside or in a different room and can't get to a phone, Rescue Alert of Dixie still works. The emergency response center will call them to make sure they're okay or call someone from their call list or send emergency medical help immediately. The idea of having somebody there 24 hours a day, seven days a week is a great gift for anybody, no matter their age. And it costs less than a dollar a day with no contracts. For peace of mind, consider Rescue Alert of Dixie today. Happy holidays from Rescue Alert of Dixie, protecting your loved ones with a push of a button. Call 435-986-1735 or rescuealertdixie.com. The show is previously recorded. 1450, this is the Kate Daly Show. So <laughs> uh, make sure tropical uh, fiberglass pool and spa. Make sure you take advantage of their 0% financing for the Bullfrog hot tub. I love my hot tub. I was in it last night. Um, I know. You get to hear the tales of me hot tubbing. You know what, though? I'm serious when I say it's really helping my uh, my uh, stress level. It really is. And um, I hope you get one. I hope you treat yourself to one because you're absolutely going to get uh, so many years of just absolute joy from that and you know what you've got to you've got to make your home a heaven on earth and um i'm telling you it is the best thing you'll do uh for relatives that come for family for grandkids for kids i'm serious get a bullfrog hot tub don't wait just just do it and also they can help you um if you want to design a pool for your backyard even a small one uh they have all kinds of different small um ones that they can do too and they are just fantastic you know what? It's so worth it. It is so worth it. Uh, make sure you get over to Tropical Pool and Spa. Take advantage of their zero uh, percent financing. It is awesome. Um, I just love my spa. Anyway, uh, I have the A7, by the way. Uh, check that out. It's really, really cool. Um, so Barr, everyone, you know, Shakaruni, uh, <laughs> Bill Barr's deep state. I know. I'm totally in shock. Not. Um, we always have known that, right? 
Same thing with Lindsey Graham. Same thing with all the sellouts. See, you're starting to see all the sellouts percolate. They're all starting to come to the surface. Even Rush is like throwing Trump under the bus right now in, in kind of, oh, I guess, well, we, you know, he should just concede. Well, no, he shouldn't. Do you realize how much fraud there is? Would you concede knowing this? And I'm not talking about sides. I'm talking about criminality of fraud. And yeah, it's been going on in elections for since the dawn of time. But now it's so blatant, they don't even care anymore that it's so blatant and obvious. They've jumped the shark. It's, it's so in our face that if you don't do anything about this, if we don't demand some justice from this, then uh, the, the, the criminality gets even more blatant from here. So, yes, there is a reason that people need to go. Uh, you just did this in front of the entire nation and unabashedly and blatantly and so obvious that we can't just sit here and watch it. Come on. Something needs to be done. And this is not about sides. This is about the fact that they've taken it so far. They're not even pretending anymore. They're not even pretending They don't even really, some on the loony left, they don't even pretend to love America anymore. They used to pretend to love America and then stab it in the back. Now they're just like, they don't even care because nobody's doing anything, right? People are going, well, you should probably concede. Why do they say that? Because the media is telling them and telling you that, uh, that he should concede. No, he shouldn't. We need to demand better. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. Um, as far as the election, it doesn't matter if Trump wins all this anyway, because, I mean, the left will never accept it. They're not going to trust the election process. We're not going to. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, like the future for our elections, it's gone. Like yeah. this, this completely did get yeah. the whole thing in. Well, yes. I mean, yes. And uh, we have the whole criminal faction of Congress and the Senate that actually is doing the damage. And so who's president even at this point? I don't know if it matters as much as people think it, it does. We are disillusioned by the fact that Congress are the ones that are held accountable for having the most power in Washington. And they will not uh, get rid of government agencies. Um, they won't get rid of Obamacare. They won't get rid of all of these things that are hurting us as a nation. And so the scapegoat is Trump, Trump, Trump all the time. And that's what I'm tired of over the last four years is that nobody looks at Congress. Nobody, nobody well, no, knows where the power is too. Well, you can't run on a, <clears throat> sorry, on a campaign like, oh, well, you don't know my policies, but at least I'm not Trump. Mm-hmm. It's like that's been their scapegoat the last four years. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, let, let's look at what they're doing. Right. And if Biden does get in, mm-hmm. I mean, all these people who are thinking that he's going to be on their side, he's not going to. Mm-hmm. He's for big banks and, and, and money and all that. He's not going to, he doesn't give a crap about what little group he belongs to <laughs> at all. Yeah. And I, I think but, the criminality just gets more blatant and obvious from here because they don't, they know that people won't do anything. So this is a real telling point right now. Are the people going to, are the people going to say no to some of this or are they just going to keep putting their head in the sand? Right. I hate to be an naysayer, but this, like I said, this election thing, mm-hmm. it, this is, 
it's time to, it will never be looked at the same again. No one's going to trust it. Yeah. So in the next four years, I mean, it's going to be whoever gets chosen by whoever's in charge. Like yes. It's, yes. We no longer have a voice. Yeah. No matter what happens, unfortunately. Thank you for that. Really appreciate that. And you know what? We haven't really for years, but people, they, they think that we do. <laughs> so... It's sad because uh, the John Stockwell clip that I play all the time, Team A, Team B. They pick Team A, they pick Team B. It just kind of depends on um, how do they keep the people complacent. That's really what's going on. And I hate that that's the case. But if we're going to wake people up, that's what they really need to know, right? Right? Because uh, this is just a shame that this is going on right now. And we... We have to draw attention to that over and over and over again to wake people up. We just do. And I I just think that's sad, but it's the truth. So um, let me go ahead and tie you into uh, to President Trump's statement today. Our ongoing efforts to expose the tremendous voter fraud and irregularities which took place during the ridiculously long November 3rd elections. We used to have what was called Election Day. Now we have election days, weeks and months, and lots of bad things happened during this ridiculous period of time, especially when you have to prove almost nothing to exercise our greatest privilege, the right to vote. As president, I have no higher duty than to defend the laws and the Constitution of the United States. That is why I am determined to protect our election system which is now under coordinated assault and siege. For months leading up to the presidential election, we were warned that we should not declare a premature victory. We were told repeatedly that it would take weeks, if not months, to determine the winner, to count the absentee ballots, and to verify the results. My opponent was told to stay away from the election. Don't campaign. We don't need you. We've got it. This election is done. In fact, they were acting like they already knew what the outcome was going to be. They had it covered, and perhaps they did, very sadly for our country. It was all very, very strange. Within days after the election, we witnessed an orchestrated effort to anoint a winner, even while many key states were still being counted. The constitutional process must be allowed to continue. We are going to defend the honesty of the vote by ensuring that every legal ballot is counted and that no illegal ballot is counted. This is not just about honoring the votes of 74 million Americans who voted for me. It's about ensuring that Americans can have faith in this election and in all future elections. Today I will detail some of the shocking irregularities, abuses and fraud that have been revealed in recent weeks. But before laying out just a small portion of the evidence we have uncovered, and we have so much evidence, I want to explain the corrupt mail-in balloting scheme that Democrats systematically put into place that allowed voting to be altered, especially in swing states, which they had to win. Yeah, I'll actually just post this on the Kate Daly Show page. You can watch this and the Sidney Powell, uh, Lynn Wood conference as well. Uh, This is a good statement by him, and he's right, but it needed to be looked into years ago, and both sides of the aisle have used it, unfortunately. 
It's just that this go around it was they they were facing an uphill battle because this was such a landslide for Trump that uh, that the fraud is so blatant. You had a guy that literally had four cars, four show up in his in his little parade that just they they're trying to say he won 80 million votes. Well, that's not possible. It's just not there's no common sense to that. Trump's right in that. There is something at stake here, and but it's not just now. It is has been for years and years and decades and decades. So this this has been going on for so long. When I looked back at the Bush Gore, it was kind of amazing to see it uh, outlined in court testimony. Um, all the stuff that we're talking about right now that happened even then. Um, this is a constant thing. This is never hasn't gone away. So. I like what he's saying, although it needs to be even more accurate in the fact that we've had uh, this intrusion uh, into and, and the picking of Team A, Team B for a very, very long time. But I'm glad that he's actually fighting for this and not just succumbing to it because we have to do something about this. We just needed to do it long ago. Um, because now it's just so bad. And there's so many people that work the polls, that so many Americans that are okay with the criminality and that worries me i guess it worries me for this nation because i i see people that just don't care that crime is is this rampant they just don't care hunter biden's laptop now isn't even a topic all the criminality of biden over the 45 years isn't even a topic no one's talking about it and the media is all is blaming Trump, and there's op-eds all throughout the nation right now. Trump's just bitter. Trump needs to concede. No light whatsoever on so much crime. And so the American people have to have some sort of some sort of even feeling that somebody cares about the rampant criminality, right? Something. We need something. And that's why this is so important right now. Um, and I really, I hope people check their integrity level if they're honestly okay with my guy won, doesn't matter how he did it, <laughs> mentality. Let's just hope. Let's just hope. Let's just hope America hasn't, hasn't just, isn't that bad. Let's just, let's just hope. Um, is the main media covering Trump's speech? No, they even cut off his stuff now. They, they have no respect, and they just are just brutal now. So, no, they're not covering it. I said this on Facebook, and I really, I really, really, truly meant this. <laughs> and I, I feel bad that I'm saying this. Well, not really. I'm not, I don't really feel that bad. Kind of bad. I think people who are wearing masks after 10 months, if you're healthy, that's the caveat. If you're healthy and you're wearing a mask, I really do think you honestly have a low IQ. <laughs> I'm really not trying to be mean to you, but there's something wrong with you. Because if you haven't figured out that maskless people are still alive after 10 months and healthy, if you haven't figured out that animals aren't dying from the said same air and germs that all of us share, that's, that's what would happen in a plague. That the homeless didn't die from COVID. They're not wearing masks. They're not washing their hands. That everyone survives their colds in a week without meds almost 100% of the time, even if they do get sick. <laughs> that they stop counting the flu until 2022. 
that we have less deaths this year, according to the CDC, than we've had in a decade? Because, see, they couldn't, they couldn't fabricate that. How do you fabricate that? See, we, we, we said in April and May that by the time we got to the end of the year, how are they going to hide the fact that they didn't have all these deaths from COVID? If you haven't realized yet that you're not in a plague, you have got to be as dumb as a doornail. <laughs> I have to say it. I'm so sorry. Someone needs to tell you straight up that you aren't very bright. Okay, look around you. And when they when the mayors and and all these 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 dipsticks come out and tell you that this is for the good of public health. Public health. Public the public isn't around nursing homes. They're not even allowed into nursing homes and nursing homes is where we're having the problem. What public health problem? Look around you. Are people dying or did they get the sniffles for a week? Worst case scenario. Okay, you, you have to be told this. You, your IQ is not very high if you're still terrified wearing a mask and wearing gloves and walking around in a hazmat suit of your own making. There's something wrong with your brain. Please wake up. We need you. We need you. Please, please, please. All right. <laughs> I just have to say it. We're, we're about to roll into the Great Reset. And if you don't know what that is... You better start pulling your head out of the sand and start reading. Please. We're, 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 we're losing this country so quickly now. Um, I, be, I will be right back with Chris Ann Hall. Followed by her is the great Melissa. You will love this. Stay on board. What a great hour coming up. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show. How would you like to work for one of the fastest? We're talking politics today. Caffeine, you're on the bench. Xanax, suit up. The Kate Daly Show starts So let's talk about uh, the, your court cases that are currently in play. Um, you've actually filed emergency requests to the Supreme Court to decertify the 2020 election results to uh, prevent the electors from from casting their votes uh, in I think I think four states now is that yes. can, you, can you kind of break that down for me please yes we filed suits for uh, the process in Georgia Wisconsin Michigan and Arizona because all those were fatally flawed by massive fraud in every manner and means you can think of, but especially insidious and troubling is the machine fraud conducted through the Dominion voting systems. Just are lying through their teeth, or they're deliberately ignorant, or willfully blind to the truth. And frankly, they're part of the problem. I mean, a lot of the people who are saying there's no evidence are part of the problem and know damn well that all this happened and may have even instigated it, benefited from it, paid for it, encouraged it. show so happy to have you on board from all over uh this great nation um and uh, in foreign lands as well uh hi uncle milty hello hello and uh that was Sidney powell um answering on all the other cases going on we might have some splitting of the electoral college going on looks like it might happen there uh, happen there in nevada all kinds of different places we even have gop blocking uh being blocked in michigan uh to <laughs> 
to go in with the Electoral College vote. So this is going to get very interesting. We probably could see some very various things coming down and some surprises on January 6th from the fallout of today. Also, can states actually... Of say we're not going to certify the votes and we're not going to send them, which would then make them null and void. Yes, that is possible too. I talked to Chris Ann Hall before the show. Very, very possible that states could say no to that. So welcome to the show. We have Dr. Duke Pesta. Always happy to hear from Dr. Duke Pesta. And by the way, Sidney Powell also offered up that one of the most egregious problems with that Dominion software was the fact that it was on the CIA servers, our own CIA. Then again, pointing to the CIA as the culprit of so many crimes they've instigated in our history. But wow, this would be this would be one of uh, foreign interference as well, since these uh, servers are located outside of America. And we only have one little address uh, in Florida for Dominion. Welcome to the show, Dr. Duke Pesta. How are you, sir? Good. Uh, good. How are you doing today, Kate? Excellent. Excellent. So uh, what was your outlook waking up this morning <laughs> trying to assess what is going on with America? How are you feeling this morning? Well, I, you know, it's been defeat after defeat. You know, everything that everybody is supposed to be on our side isn't. I find it very hard to, um, to think that with what we've seen so far that anything dramatic is going to happen. I mean, when, when the three Supreme Court justices... Who, put, who Donald Trump put on the bench, all refuse to even listen, this doesn't bode well. Um, the media, the, uh, the tech companies, everything is aligned against this. I just, I mean, I, you know, I've perhaps been the most skeptical of the three of us going back before the election. Mm-hmm. I just, part of me, the skeptical part of me, is already settling into what's going to be a complete disaster of a year coming up. And, um, you, you know, it, it's hard to be hard to be terribly upbeat when you consider that we're not even in the January already. Trump has not even ceded the presidency to, to, to Biden. And some of the, 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 thing, the things that are coming down the road in terms of cabinet appointments, things that are coming around down the road in terms of that national vaccine cards, yeah. I still am staggered by the idea that you can't have, under any circumstances, you are not allowed to have IDs for voting. And even if we gave them to you, States like uh, Pennsylvania will ignore that. No, everybody's fine with that. Counting votes to see who's going to govern us, under no circumstances should we even require ID. And yet for this vaccine stuff, you watch how quickly everybody's carrying their vaccine card around. Or they're not, it's not just schools and hospitals that you'll be kept out of. I think corporations who are driving much of this negative change, you're not going to be able to go into their stores. So you're not going to be able to go to grocery stores. So it's going to be, watch how quickly if we do get to the point in, in January when net neutrality is gone in the first couple of months, where the SEC is completely redirected to start doing what the tech up. Look, if the, tech, if the corporations are already censoring forms of media that they deem dangerous, people who challenge the election, people who challenge the vaccine, people who think that Donald mm-hmm. Trump won the election, I mean, you're telling me now with big corporations doing it, the FCC is not going to turn around and do it too? And what faith do you have in a, in a Supreme Court that doesn't even want to listen to the possibility that there is fraud. What makes you think that when the chips are down, uh, they're going to vote any better than they, they, they've been voting so far? It just seems like a real long shot to me. 
Well, and I have to say, I mean, some of the news is, is you're right, it's so extremely discouraging. Um, Biden saying, you know, what he's going to do is going to do for d- diversity, but appointing a this black uh, military guy for DOD puts us again into the war spectrum again. This, for, for the Democrats for so long to be anti-war and to have, uh, to have Biden uh, come along to only say that the war is just right back on the table again, uh, especially in the Middle East. And, and these areas of, of target, if I were a country that would be on that target list, I'd be very nervous right now because they actually have to have a waiver for him because he's coming in from the military. There's not enough time between in lapsing in his career, just like Mattis, right. um, where they have to put in this guy um, for DOD. So his appointments are very interesting who he's got on board, and it says we're going to be at war again very, very soon. Well, uh, I'll let Milty hop in here in just a second. I just would round it out by saying, look at how two more nations now recognize Israel, two more Islamic nations. You would think that if anybody, if any other president had done this, this would be wall-to-wall news. And it's not even, nobody even knows. I know. I mean, they have so under the table. And you watch, you watch in the 20th, in, in the next century, excuse me, the next, in the new year, I should say, you watch how quickly the Biden administration takes credit for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that, that Trump had done will be eradicated. They're already taking account. Everything that's going well is his, is his, because his, we elected Biden. Mm-hmm. They're already burying and rewriting the history of Donald Trump. That's highly problematic, but that's what's coming down the road here. And how about this? Now, if there's one thing that this election did, is it, it demonstrated to what degree the Chinese government has already infiltrated this country at the highest levels of government, at the highest levels of our intelligence committees, at the highest levels of our university and school system. It is, this, is, this is really flushed out, just how overwhelming the Chinese communist presence is and how much influence they have in this country, almost every aspect of what we do. And nobody seems to be the least bit shook or bothered by that. You know mm-hmm. that uh, uh, the Republicans, the, the, the lawyer for, John, uh, for Biden's son isn't playing ball. Why would he? Why, why, why would uh, the lawyers for, for Joe Biden and his son, Hunter, say anything until Joe's president, right? Mm-hmm. So all of the – we had four years of non-investigations, right? Four years where people like Barr, did, they waited, they dawdled, they didn't investigate. Those few investigates they did do, we were promised the moon and nothing ever came from it. Not a single arrest, not one arrest. Not one conviction, not one meaningful mm-hmm. thing. And so when Biden takes power, the question becomes, none of this is going to be investigated. And it, it, and it goes right down the memory hole. Yeah. So this, to me, as I said before <laughs> to you guys, that if it does turn out that, that uh, Biden is president, I, just see, I see no way back. I see no mm-hmm. way back to anything like America prior to this. Because um, – the power they have, and they, they, they may only control the Congress by a few votes and possibly the Senate by one, but I have no faith in any Republican efforts. Do you see the Republicans fighting in no. Georgia? I don't. I know. I don't. I don't. I see them very, very, very quiet. Um, and, yep. it, and, and it really should be the tell, right? Because um, that should really open up people's eyes to how quiet they've been. And it's been, it's been sickening to watch. And I hope people's eyes are open because the party is a business. And, um, and, and honestly, it's, it's been this way for a long time. But now it's more blatant than ever, just like the fraud is more blatant than ever, is that you've got really one party in Washington. Well, generally, when, you, when they're open about what they're doing is when they can't be reversed. And I think that's the danger here. The reason they're so mm-hmm. open about all this is because they, 
they don't fear. They're not the least bit afraid of any serious uh, adversary that's going to stop them, not the courts, not the companies, not the American people, not the Republican Party. Milty, what do you think about all of this? I think the United States is being controlled and run by the media, the tech companies, and a bunch of world globalist oligarchs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's all over. (laughs) It's all over? That's exactly right. Uh, Because how do you shake that off? Mm -hmm. You don't. You you, you can't. I mean, we've got three or four generations of of badly educated kids critically thinking uh, uh, completely backward who don't don't even know what we're giving away here. My students don't know what we're giving away. I think I told you this anecdote where I had a kid come up to me afterwards, and she was something I, comment I made in class, and she said, give me one thing, just one thing that Donald Trump did that isn't illegal or embarrassing. And I said, well, it's nice to finally have somebody as president who's sticking up to the communist Chinese. Uh-huh. And she started shaking, visibly shaking. And she said, we cannot, we cannot, we cannot attack China. We can't go after China. China's too powerful. And I said to her, you're a social justice warrior. All I heard out of your mouth all semester is how evil America is with the way we treat people. And you do realize that the China, the China, China Communist Party is the most bloody party in the history of the world right now. I mean, they're killing people left and right. She said, it's not our business. We have no right. We do not dare to call them out. So she's bleeding, literally bleeding over what social justice warriors tell her, tell her about how bad African Americans have it in this country. And yet the, other, it's the same voice and the same mind. She is utterly unable and unwilling to even attempt to help those who are suffering under the boot of communism. All in the same little brain of a college junior. Jeez. Throughout history, when this has happened in other countries and other civilizations, people like her are, are, are don't wake up until it directly affects their lifestyle. Yep. And then they wake up when it's mm-hmm. too late. But the difference is, is that unlike previous generations that might have remembered what the founders said or what the values of liberty or, or a constitutional republic are, she has no illusions now that there was ever anything good. She might not like where communism goes, but she will not even recognize that what we had here was the answer. That's what gets me. There's, mm-hmm. It's not like these kids can wake right. up right away and recognize they they're incapable of seeing that now yeah and we're we're murdering the people that are sitting in nursing homes that do understand history and do understand who we are (laughs) they're getting rid of them very very quickly they are and wait not only that but it's our fault we allowed this to happen Mm -hmm. all right so i'm going to rename you guys gloom and doom (laughs) 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 and we have to have some hope here And I do believe in miracles. I do believe that we could still be in for some shocking surprises. I do. There's something, I don't know, my gut says we could be in for something surprising. But we're going to come right back on the Kate Daly Show. We'll talk about all the things afoot going on right now. And yeah, a lot of it's really scary. And I don't want to dampen everyone's holiday, but, uh, or, or feel like you have to jump off the nearest bridge. But we do. There's some things, um, on both sides, hope and not hope. We'll, We'll talk about it. I'll be right back. Holidays from Newview Dental Implant Center. This year, give yourself the gift of a smile. I'm so excited for the holidays. I'll be around my family and I won't feel bad about my teeth. I can't wait to eat the foods I haven't been able to eat for many years, like caramels, candied apples. I can definitely smile and I won't feel self-conscious. Now I have my great smile. Reserve your vouchers for a complimentary consultation and CT scan by visiting NubiaSmiles.com. What's more important than your health? 
The Summit Athletic Club recently released the best gift in town, the gift of health. Right now, you can gift someone a healthy lifestyle with the Summit's gift of health. It includes 30 days of a Summit Athletic Club membership at all three locations, over 200 classes a week to choose from, 30 days of training, 30 days of tanning, 30 days of towel service, and 30 days of Staiku fitness tracking, all for $99. It really is the perfect gift for anyone. Stop into any of the three Summit Athletic Club locations to take advantage of these specials. And right now, the Summit has specials up to 40% off. With specials like these and the best facilities, trainers, and members in Southern Utah, it's easy to see why the Summit Athletic Club won Best Club in Southern Utah nine years in a row. Stop by one of their three locations with a brand new location coming soon. Take me where I can find me inside of me. 2021 begins with huge savings at the locally owned and operated Ashley Home Store. Make your day off pay off tomorrow only with special holiday hours from noon to 6 p.m. And take advantage of huge one-day-only savings in every department. New Year's celebration savings on couches, sectionals, and recliners at up to 30% off. New Year's celebration savings on outdoor furniture sets up to 65% off. New Year's celebration savings on plush sofas starting at $4.99. Say goodbye to 2020 and good morning to 2021 in the Ashley Sleep Center. Plus, look for the special orange and yellow tag throughout the store and save even more. Find that perfect accessory for your home and get up to 50% savings. Kick off 2021 with New Year's celebration savings tomorrow only from noon to 6 p.m. at the Ashley Home Store, East Red Cliffs Drive, in between the DI and Pineview Stadium 10. All financing OAC. See store for details. Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. Copiers for Sale offers Southern Utah the best quality and pricing on printers, copiers, and plotters. They sell, lease, and service any equipment your business or home office needs. CopiersForSale.com, a local company and division of Steamroller Copies, is always asking, what do you want to print today? No matter your situation, Bank of Utah Home Loans can help with the right home loan for you. Call Brian and the Bank of Utah Home Loans team today. 435-986-7221. Bank of Utah Home Loans, helping you grow no no matter what stage of life you're in. 30 years ago, Tempur-Pedic revolutionized sleep when they introduced memory foam to the world. And they just keep improving, refining, and perfecting. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Come in and try out our entire line of Tempur-Pedic mattresses. We've got a large in-stock inventory, and you'll get two free Tempur-Pedic pillows with the purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. Plus, get 72 months no interest financing and free safety-first home delivery. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. See store for details. Come to Finley Subaru for a great deal on a great car. During the Subaru Share the Love event, the love is bigger than ever. With available 0% for 63 months on 2021 seven-passenger Subaru Ascent and Outback. Buy now and Subaru will donate $250 to Meals on Wheels, ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, the National Park Foundation, or local Southwest Wildlife Foundation. Feel the love with 0% APR for 63 months on 2021 Ascent and Outback. Now, during the Subaru Share the Love event, FinleySubaru.com, on the saving side of the freeway. Because we believe in you. If you or a loved one has taken Zantac for a prolonged period and has suffered from or is currently suffering from certain types of cancer, please contact the law firm of Swenson and Shelley right now. On April 1st, 2020, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration announced that it was requesting that manufacturers withdraw all Zantac and generic Zantac over-the-counter drugs from the market. 
It has been determined that an ingredient in some Zantac-type medications is linked to cancer. You may be entitled to a significant cash settlement. To find out if you have a case, contact the law firm of Swenson & Shelley. If you or a loved one has taken Zantac for a prolonged period and has suffered from or is currently suffering from certain types of cancer, please contact the law firm of Swenson & Shelley right now at swensonandshelley.com. That's swensonandshelley.com. This show is previously recorded. In 1450, this is the Kate Daly Show. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Hi there, welcome back. And that, that star will shine on the 21st of December. Really amazing. I love the song, Oh Holy Night, Josh Groban. And uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. In fact, get over to Balance of Nature. This is a perfect time to grab a hold of that deal. 35% off and free shipping. Make sure that you're getting a, a, to be a part of this because you need a food supplement. And we've done enough shows on our food supply for you to understand why. And if you're going to choose one, I would choose Balance of Nature, hands down, no question. Because it's the most amazing food supply or I'm sorry, um, food supplement that I've seen. Go to balanceofnature.com. You should be taking this every day. Order some for a friend. Get 35% off in free shipping. And all you have to do is put in my name, K-A-T-E, Kate, and you'll get the special. Please do this because I'm telling you it's needed. We Our food supply is in trouble and it's only going to sink further. So please, please. Um, all right, welcome back to the show. I've got Uncle Milty, and I've got Dr. Duke Pester from the Dr. Duke Show. Tell people how to find your show, Duke. Well, they want they can watch it on your site, yes, generously on, after the show, uh, the your Facebook website. Mm -hmm. um, but it's free of charge, and it's easy to access. Any place you could go to get free uh, uh, podcasts. And there's a whole bunch of organizations that have different groups and apps. We are absolutely free five days a week. We give you the worst news about what's happening in the educational system and a way, hopefully, around it if that's something that you want. And so, uh, uh, the Dr. Duke Show. We appreciate it if you watch. Uh, go ahead and become a follower, and uh, it's it's free and easy to watch. It's a fantastic show, and there's nothing else like it. They are so unique. This is why I love to make sure people are, are tuning in um, on your show. Okay, so we were just talking about faith off the break, and, um, and, and where is our faith, and where does this lead us, and what does the next five years look like? Um, you know, you were talking about the fact that we, we've turned away from God a long time ago, and the reality of what's, what we're up against now. Yeah, I, I look. I want to make it clear to everybody out there. I'm not d despairing. I'm not, you know, ready to go throw myself out of a, bin, a, 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 a skyscraper window like we did with mm -hmm. the, the stock market crash in 1929. I believe in God, and I know how the end, the story ends. I know how, in the end, good wins. Um, and I'm trying to be on, on the side of good as much as I can. However. Uh, as far as constitutional republics go, republic or government, republican forms of government go, we've had more than our fair share. I mean, they almost never last 200 years, let, let alone 240. We've gotten more out of our republic than perhaps any other country that tried it. Uh, and so the fact, though, that we were the, the founding fathers were right. This this experiment was only going to last as long as we were a moral people and a educated people. 
we have become uh, really in many respects our intellectual class uh, our educational systems our corporations we've become terribly amoral or immoral and we have failed to educate our kids in the value of what we were trying to give them we have the 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 current generation of kids have rejected christianity at a rate no other group of kids has ever done it we are we are becoming less christian every five years Uh, the, the churches have chosen most of our churches catholic and protestant have chosen social justice justice warriorhood over the hard truths of the gospel and faith. Uh, We have farmed our kids out to public schools who've told us for 50 years that our values are not your values. We are not going to teach your values as families or as religious people. We're going to teach secular progressive values. And we've done nothing to stop it. 90% of our kids are still in public schools. That's generation after generation of kid. You've sacrificed on the altar of Baal, right, when it comes to uh, worldview and belief. It's just caught up with us now. And look, we know, right, in the same way that the mantle has passed, right? There have been lots of countries that have tried, that have been Christian countries in the past. Look at Europe. Europe was the seat of Christianity for 1,500 years. And when they gave it up, what happened? Uh, God left. He found, he found us, right? We found him and he found us. Uh, now it's leaving us. And the question is, Christianity is not going to die. It's going to be much more persecuted. Mm-hmm. But I've said this from the beginning. If you know anything about the history of Christianity, Christianity is a religion for persecuted people. It is not really a religion for incredibly wealthy people and comfortable. It is not, Christianity is not the religion of the comfortable. And we've been we've chosen comfort way too much in the last 40, 50 years. Comfort. It was the Pharisees and the scribes who were comfortable. And Christ told them exactly what was going to happen to them. We've had too much money and we've had too much comfort and too little suffering. And what do you I've read the Old Testament. I know what you get when you choose those things over God, and we're about to get it. It would be foolish to pretend otherwise. Now, mm-hmm. Kate, I hope you're right. Maybe on the, the 11th hour in, in middle of January that some magic uh, genie bottle is pulled out from under a bed, and this is all reversed. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, it's going to be a miracle, and we'll praise the miracle. But right now, I think you've got to be preparing for what happens now that the, 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 the Titanic has hit the right. iceberg. Right. It, 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 the question is, how do you? what can you do, and how can you, as best as possible survive. And we have a caller, so I'm going to have the caller in just a second, but on just what you said, too. You know, if, if something were to happen, let's say a miracle happened on in, in at least actually looking at this fraud and validating what just happened, at least there is some sort of justice somewhere, somehow, that was served. And that, right now, is the only thing I can cling to, because, because when you look at the rest of the house built under, let's say, the head office of the presidency, it is all so corrupt that you can't just look at the at, at the seat of the presidency and has, say everything hinges on that because the rest of the house is 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 absolutely corrupt from top to bottom, bottom to top. Hi, caller. Well, Welcome. Okay. Well, no, go ahead. okay. Go ahead, caller. Go right ahead. I just wanted to offer up um, something positive here. Okay. Uh, I'm not Pollyannish or whatever, but it is oh, less than two weeks away. Till Christmas mm-hmm. and Trump's base and the, the Christianity, the world Christianity's base, let them celebrate Jesus' birth before you pull the switch. Oh. That is why I think I think they got everything in place. I don't think they cut it this close. I think they're ready to make their arrests and go through the lockdown for the people like the girl that Dr. Pesta talked about that started shaking. People like her won't 
see or allow themselves to see the good that happened if, he, if we win. Mm-hmm. But I think he's going to wait until after Christmas to let the world's Christians enjoy Jesus' mm-hmm. birth. We, we could see action uh, like the lockdown and the blank TV screen saying patience, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. But he's mm-hmm. still going to shut down the uh, the media, uh, just whatever, okay. the lockdown until we see what people can be saved and what ones will go berserk. Okay. But they're going to let us have Christmas. It's only, what, 10 days away? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for that. Really appreciate the well, phone yeah, call. I, I, I don't want to give you the false impression. That's why we came back with this segment. Huh. Look, I'm a Christian, too, and I'm looking forward to that. Nothing's going to change my faith in, in that. And I'm certainly going to enjoy my Christmas as much as I can. So I don't want uh, you to think in any way, shape, or form that I've abandoned that aspect of our faith. Uh, I just know, though, that that as an indiv- my choices re- and yours, sir, religiously are different than what the collective chooses. Uh, and what's going, you know, I think the remnant of Christians will always be protected. Okay. Uh, but I, we're talking here about the fate of the country, and that that would require a the kind of miracle I think collectively that's only going to come if significant numbers of people turn back to the faith. That does not seem likely in the short term, definitely. Okay. I'm- and so yes, let's enjoy Christmas. And if there's a, if there's a, a post Christmas miracle, then let's sing, let's pray for it now and and hail it. But we also have an obligation, I think. Uh, you know, we, it's not logically consistent for us to, all of us, all of us, all conservatives across media mm-hmm. have been saying now for six months, if Donald Trump loses, it is going to be a devastating blow to the foundation of this country. And now all of a sudden that it's happened, pretend that it hasn't. Or now that it's happened, act as if though we were just exaggerating that. I think we all said it because it was true. And so on some level, pragmatically, I think, while we can keep our faith and we can celebrate our holiday and our religion, uh, we have to recognize, like I said, that uh, countries, we have, we have the history, countries that know who the Lord is and then reject him collectively pay a huge price, and they lose the favor of God. And we've been doing this for a long time. Now, again, realistically, what can we do, for instance? Well, one thing I can think of right now is we have a moral obligation to protect our children as much as possible from the negative influence of out-of-control government. And so if as Christians, and 90% of Christians keep their kids in public schools, if you want to do something productive, then pull your kids out of those public schools. Take whatever the expenses, take whatever the sacrifices, give your kids a serious Christian education, and one that is based in liberty. If you're not going to even do that, and and I guarantee you, not one in a hundred of you are going to do it right now if you call yourself a Christian in this country. You are not going to pull your kids from those schools. And if you're not, then why would God intervene on behalf of your children when you won't even do that little thing? That's what makes me bleak about the future of the country. Just that alone. If every Christian in this country pulled their kid out of public schools, government schools, and gave them a serious Christian education, even if you have to do it every evening from your home after work, and taught them the real history of this country and the meaning of liberty, I think you could have your Christmas miracle in a couple of years. But again, uh, ask yourself this question, Christians. How many of you Christians out there have given up your Facebook and Twitter page? I'll bet you not one in a million. I'll bet you not one in a hundred thousand of you are willing to give up Twitter and Facebook who put their, they didn't just put their thumb on the scale in this election. They leaned their entire bodies on the scale to disenfranchise you, but you're still using their products. That's why culturally it seems bleak because we won't even stop using Twitter. We won't even pull our kids from the public schools. Where's the, where in that kind of a situation can we expect a Christianity that's going to be blessed? Mm. You know, to go back to the caller, Mm -hmm. he made sense to me Mm -hmm. in that 
if I have any hope at all, it's it's to believe totally that it's all over means that there are no true patriots left in the country. And I don't believe that. Uh-huh. Half the country is Christian. Uh-huh. They might not be great practicing Christians, but they believe the basic tenets of the faith. A lot of patriots exist. If our government was totally devoid of any patriotism, the president could not have accomplished what he did accomplish in those four years. So there has to be a cabal of patriots working on this Mm -hmm. that may very well be waiting until Christmas is over to let it go. Okay, let me take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You have about a minute. Go for it. Okay, Kate. Hi, this is Jerome Badura. Hi. Go right ahead. Great, great program today. Thank you. And here we are. This This is what amazes me. And that's why I'm so frustrated, too, with this whole mask thing. Mm-hmm. Here we are as, you know, my faith is the Latter-day, you know, the Church mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ, the Latter-day Saints. Mm-hmm. And what's amazing to me is we talk about faith all the time. And I'll tell you, I'm so frustrated. Well, you know, the temples are shut down. Mm-hmm. It says for live endowments, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Okay. But even then... You're wearing a mask in there, right? Where is space? I, I I have no idea. Um, and I and I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you something. We are in a crisis, and I, I agree with Doctor Pesto. We have we have been part of this crisis, building yep. the crisis for a long time, and then we go, oh, we're in part of a cri- we're in a crisis, and we wonder how to get out of it, but we've built it. We have built it, and so I agree with you, Doctor Pesta and Uncle Milty, in that. Yes, we have, but there are a lot of people. If they wake up, is there a shot at changing any of it? I honestly believe that God will protect the remnant. He said that. So even if only 10% of the country is authentically Christian, 20%, and we stop voting for Republicans uh-huh. and create a different party, mm-hmm. we, we commit ourselves to self-governments, we commit ourselves to his hands, mm-hmm. we go about living Christian lives on a much publicly diminished scale because uh-huh. of the hostility, right. he's going to protect us. The more we're persecuted, the more he will protect us. But are we willing to sacrifice our comfort for that? Again, it's going to be hard to educate your own right. kids. It's going to be difficult to pull them out of the culture. But but moms and dads are doing it all across the country. Yeah. Can you go without tag Twitter, Twitter and uh, Facebook? Yeah. I can. We'll be, can you? We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Hard questions. Be right back. are turning out fantastic. Cornelius, don't forget that Susie likes the... Santa! What was that? Uh, problem! In the mailroom! Come quick! <laughs> Where are all these letters coming from? They're all from Southern Utah, Santa. They all just want cars from St. George Auto Gallery. Oh, oh, not again! I've seen this before! Get Jared Wheeler on the phone, stat! Uh, yes, Santa, we have Jared on line one in your office. <sighs> Santa, my dude, what's going on? How is Tahiti? <laughs> Tahiti was fantastic, but that's not why I'm calling. Jared, we talked. You cannot be having sales in December. It is our busy time. But, but Santa, I'm not having a sale. That's just how the prices are every day. This is no joke, Jared. Our mailroom looks like the Dursley's house in Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> no, I'm serious, Santa. Go online right now. Mm-hmm. STGAutoDeals.com. The price that you see Ooh. right there online is the same oh. price you get if you come into the dealership. Ooh, that Mercedes-AMG is my color of red. Southern Utah's heating and air conditioning specialist would like to send you and your family the warmest wishes. 
wishes this holiday season. Air Care Professionals would like to thank all their customers for another great year. While you're enjoying your friends and family this holiday season and during those cold winter months, if you have any heating problems or just want to upgrade your system, Air Care Professionals are here to help at 628-2423. That's 628-2423 or online at www.aircarepros.com. Happy holidays from Air Care Professionals. Hi, I am attorney Kevin Swenson with Swenson and Shelley, and when it comes to accidents, I have seen too many lives altered, leaving behind the bills, medical conditions, and lingering effects. Having an experienced attorney who is looking out for your long-term health, physically and financially, is the most important factor. If you've been in an accident, call my office. The call is free, and I will make sure you know all of your options before the insurance company tries to settle, leaving your life changed forever. At Swenson and Shelley, our Utah injury attorneys are knowledgeable, experienced, adept at solving legal problems, and will advocate for you. Every accident is unique and requires specific solutions in dealing with insurance companies and medical bills. Rehab can be arduous and painful. Working through medical bills can be all-consuming, and losing time on the job is money out of your pocket. Don't fight these battles alone. Swenson and Shelley are skilled and committed to helping you. Log on to SwensonandShelley.com to get the compensation you deserve. As a business owner, taking care of your employees and their health is top priority these days. That's why a corporate membership at the Summit Athletic Club might be just what you need for your business. Studies have shown that physically fit employees are less likely to get sick, are less stressed, have more sustained energy, making them more productive, exude self-confidence, accomplish goals, are natural leaders, and know how to have fun. At the Summit Athletic Club, they know that investing, encouraging, and providing the opportunity for a physically fit lifestyle demonstrates a concern for your employees' overall well-being, and it pays off. And best of all, the Summit Athletic Club team is offering a complimentary experience for you and your employees where they'll come and explain all these benefits, including informational packets and even yummy healthy snacks. Get your employees the healthy benefits they deserve with the Summit Athletic Club's corporate membership, good at any of their three locations. Take me This is Quinn Alger. And this is Connor Akin with Tango Express Car Wash. I've been thinking of ways we can say thank you to our customers. Okay, what'd you come up with? How about free vacuums with any wash? I like it, but we already do that. Oh, well, great. Let's keep it going. How about buy seven washes, get three free? Now you're talking. Stop into Tango Express today and take advantage of our buy seven washes, get three free. Good for the month of November and December. Tango Express Car Wash. Stop in today to one of their five locations in St. George and Cedar City. And coming soon to Santa Clara and Washington Fields. Utah must work as one to get through the COVID-19 outbreak. Right now, your family and community need you to help slow the spread of the virus by practicing social distancing at all times. We can keep Utah's economy going by safely supporting local businesses. It's okay to keep ordering takeout from your favorite restaurants. By being smart and creative, we'll find ways to take care of each other. Stay kind, stay connected, and stay informed at coronavirus.utah.gov. Healthy living starts with a good night's rest. Hi, it's Justin from The Mattress Store. And as we set our New Year's goals to do better, start the new year off with a good night's rest from The Mattress Store with a new Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, or Sealy Posturepedic mattress from The Mattress Store. Voted best of Southern Utah, four locations, Bluff by Ace Hardware, Bloomington by the Walmart, Washington by Best Buy, and downtown Cedar City next to Lynn's. Nobody beats The Mattress Store. Nobody! 
This show is previously recorded. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I can play the whole song. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. And I have uh, Dr. Pesta, Dr. Duke Pesta from the Dr. Duke Show. I also have Uncle Milty with me. And um, no, we're not wanting you to jump off the the nearest bridge. (laughs) Um, We have Christmas on the horizon. This is a great time, though, to take stock in who we are and what we stand for. Because coming up, there are going to be hard decisions, and there's going to be th- the uncomfortable, and there's going to be things as Christians out there that we need to be doing or not doing anymore. And I think really that's what we're saying here is that we've come to a point where we could talk about a little hope and we can talk about where we're at. And at the end of the day, no matter what, we better realize that we better take some stands for the things that are the most important. And it's not going to be easy to do, and we've never really been required to do it so far. And this is a great lesson. Let me phrase it this way. Christ made it abundantly clear. I don't care how you read the Gospels. Christ made it abundantly clear that you have to choose between the world and him. The world we inhabit now is a godless, secular, anti-theological, anti-Christian world. The idols that we worship. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. You can't keep your idols and have him. Yeah. You know what? There's a very big lesson in what you just said, and it really cuts to everything because it seeped its way into everything over the years. It's kind of like prayer. There is no federal law against prayer in school. Yet we have come to this thing that we think that that's what took place, and we think that we can't do things like this. We're going to have to really understand, A, our history, and B, the founders, and what they envisioned for us, and to and to rededicate ourselves to not only preserving the republic that we pretty much lost at this point, but also to firm stand in Christianity, because this is next on the altar. The Christian, I don't think Christians realize how much is in store for them if we don't take steps right now to preserve this, right? Well, you know, let me go back to the school metaphor you just gave us, the example, right? That Mm -hmm. there is no law barring prayer in school. That's exactly right. But not only are we not allowing, not only are we not praying in school, not no longer are our kids praying in school. How You look at what's happening here. It happened under Obama, and now it's happening with Kamala Harris. You have teachers, public school teachers, who are forcing our kids to sing what are effectively hymns of praise to Obama and now Harris. Mm-hmm. Just like you had those creepy yeah. songs when, when, Obama, when, when Obama was elected, right? Mm-hmm. We had these little kids who don't even know what they're singing about on public school time, singing about how Obama's, Obama's going to fix it, Obama's going to go and lead them. Yeah. Now you've already seen um, young black kids in inner-city schools taking time out of class where they should be learning how to freaking read mm-hmm. to sing 
paeans of joy about Kamala Harris being the first black vice president. Yeah. This is what they're, they, they have turned our public schools into temples, mm-hmm. but temples of secularism. Yes. Yep. And we've had the tour of bail. I mean, what is that? <laughs> what is that? Internationally, in America, l- l- I mean, when you really take into account what's been really going on versus what we think, and now we're finally hit with all of this the, in the way that the world is right now, and it's, it's going to be too hard to ignore where we've fallen to. But let me take a caller. Hi, caller. Uh, welcome to the show. You've got about a minute. Go for it. Thanks. Hey, um, just just a little bit of history to remember, and uh-huh. I'm sure that both okay. of you are very familiar with this, the story of Hanukkah. So if we look at the Jewish faith and the Jewish traditions, what did the Jews give away slowly bit by bit when the Greeks took them over, right? Mm-hmm. They, they were convinced, they, were, they allowed themselves to be convinced that their traditions, that their teachings, that they were not mm-hmm. good that they were evil and wicked. And so they had generations that turned away from those good and wonderful things that had made them prosperous. And that's exactly where we are right now in America. We have allowed, so to speak, Zeus to come into the temple Mm -hmm. and be plunked down by the Romans Mm -hmm. and be told, you can't pray, you can't do this, you can't, you can't, you can't, or right. otherwise you're evil. And everything that your traditions are founded on is evil and wrong. Yeah. And they, so yeah. what had to happen? They had to have somebody stand up, a leader stand up, and it was a family, um, thankfully. But they, they pushed back those people, mm-hmm. and finally they were able to get back into their temple and, and get their traditions back up and running. And then the miracle happened. Miracles only come after the trials of faith. And that's where we are. Right. Thank you for that. Really mm-hmm. appreciate that. Dr. Pesca? Yep. It's a great point, and that's why I brought up the, uh, the uh, Old Testament in the last segment. That's not, that's not just Hanukkah. The entire history of the Old Testament is that, that God blesses his people, then they wander away from him, then he punishes them. They repent, come back, he blesses them, then they wander away. It's not just Hanukkah. In fact, perhaps the earliest you see it is go all the way back to when they want a king, right? When the Israelites, uh, the pro- you got the prophet who can't, he's trying to t- talk the Israelites into worshiping the one true God, the God who brought them out of the Exodus, and they all of a sudden demanded the prophet that we have a king. We want to be like all the other nations, the Israel says. Israel says, we want a king. And when the prophet goes to God, God says, give it to him. They have not rejected you. They've rejected me. Give it to them. Let them, God says, he warns them. But if you do this, then your children will be raised in their ways. Your women and children will be taken from you, and they will be raised in the way that the Gentile kings oppress their people. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the same story. And so she's exactly right. There is salvation. There is the possibility of a return to this kind of... um, uh, what we used to have as a Christian country. But again, you, the only way it happens, as the Jews did in the Old Testament, is if you give up the idols, right? Mm-hmm. I, I go back and ask the question, what idols are American Christians willing to give up? Are they willing to give up their cable TV? Mm-hmm. They're not willing to give up their public schools. They're not willing to give up their, completely give up their sports teams. They're, they haven't given up uh, Twitter and Facebook. I mean, these are the idols that's, that absolutely destroyed these ideas in this country. So if she's exactly right, but that, that there has to be choice here and there has to be sacrifice. We, I said this the other day, I said it just earlier. We are so comfortable. We became so rich and so prosperous under the blessing of God mm-hmm. that we forgot 
what it was like to choose him. When when George Washington kneeled down and prayed on Thanksgiving Day, he was praying literally for the lives of his troops and the, the survival of patriot-minded Americans. Everything was on the table. What are we praying for? Right. This is perhaps this is, this is one of the few times since then, perhaps mm-hmm. Civil War was another one, right? Yep. One of the few times since then where it's all on the table now. And what are we willing to sacrifice? Well, In the Civil War, mm-hmm. we sacrificed over 500,000 American boys to do it. What are you willing to sacrifice now, again, if you can't even take your kids out of these corrupt schools that are destroying the minds of your children? Yeah, great points. Well, we've been taught very carefully now on, that, mm-hmm. that we're willing to do anything as long as we don't offend somebody. Well, we have a caller. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. We have a caller. But, you know, on a national show like this, what's very interesting, international, too, is that to talk about God is a very, it's a tiptoe walk now because of the, the, the way that we've been taught. Oh, don't offend, don't offend, don't offend. George Washington talked about God every five minutes, every five <laughs> seconds. It was about God. And I, and, and that's why when I read his speeches on air, it's almost like we're, our ears are not used to hearing it because we've been so conditioned yes. against it. Um, but let me let me take a caller, and then I want you to comment on that, Dr. Pesta. Go right ahead, caller. Yeah, I think a lot of things that we have to realize, like you're saying about opting out, that's very important. And what they're going to do is to control you. In the future, you're going to have a social credit score that's going to affect your ability to get all kinds of that things yes. in your life. Literally a job. Yeah, five years ago. Know, five hey, years I ago, they told us we were crazy. About I want to see what you posted on Twitter, mm-hmm. and then we'll determine if you're a good fit for our company. No, it's that. Are you a truth. good fit for getting a loan? Are you a good fit for living in our neighborhood? Are you a good fit hey, you know, for health care? Yeah. For health care. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead for health care, yeah. too. Yeah. We are, that's the whole point of Obamacare and national socialized medicine, right? You, how, how, we're willing to pay for your quote unquote pay for your health care, but you gotta, you gotta join the team, man. You can't have that. And I think what the, the caller was saying was right to a degree. He says, look, they are gonna come after us. And, and at that point, but even the way that was phrased, are we more afraid of the government? taking away our health care? Are we more afraid of the government uh, forcing us to not be able to get the job we want because we have, we, we, we're openly Christian? Uh, it seems to me that the Christians, or the Jews for that matter, that God blessed, were the ones who were willing to risk those things. When David was in the foreign country, excuse me, when Daniel was in the foreign country, he would not eat the king's food. Yeah. The king, we, we, we would, he, we'll, we'll eat vegetables. We'll, mm-hmm. And he thrived, right? right? You cannot, my point to you at the end of the hour here, is if there's one lesson of the Bible, and if there's one lesson of Christianity, it is that you cannot keep keep hold of your world your worldliness and have as you can't. You have got to suffer for those things. You have got to. In a time when times turn bad like this, you have to be a Christian first, and you have to be a person of the world second, third, or fourth. Yeah. And I, if, that, that means, if that means real sacrifice and suffering, mm-hmm. that's that's where blessing comes from. Out of that. God acts. Okay. Uncle I don't think people even think that way anymore. Mm-mm. They're not afraid of the government taking away their health care. They're just afraid of the government making them pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> or, or not giving it to you free, right? Yeah. So in other words, we don't even see things like national health care or the corrupt anti-religious nature of the public schools. We don't even see them as a problem anymore. Of course, as a Christian, I'm going to send my kid to public school. Of course, I'll do whatever it takes to get free health care. That's my right. So we're, that's right. We don't even think biblically anymore, nope. is my point. How can that be blessed then? 
How can it, how can a country where a majority of Christians no longer even think mm-hmm. Christianity, mm-hmm. think in Christian ways? How does that country find salvation from God? It so, doesn't. Mm-hmm. It goes away like all the other ones have. And I'm okay with that. I mean, who what was the guarantee that America was going was gonna to lead the world forever? There's never been a nation in the history of the world that has. These torches come and they go. And the light burned bright when God was at the center of our culture. And the more we remove them, the darker it gets. That is a historical lesson that we're about to feel in earnest. Yep. The more we removed them and the more we grew government at the same time. And government yeah. became the God. And so, yeah. so here's, the big, here's the big multi-million dollar question. How do you maintain hope? knowing where things are going if you're a believer if you're if you're a christian which i am and believe in christ if you know what's going to happen and we kind of do um how do you maintain hope dr pesta hope hope is in him it's not in the world yep hope is in him it's not the world and we have we have made him subordinate to the world we'll be christians as long as it doesn't cost us anything we'll be christians as long as it doesn't mean sacrifice we'll be christians as long as no one gets mad at us for believing christian things and if people get mad at us for believing christian things like the lgtq people the trans people the racial the racial agitators we'll side with them not with christ we are embarrassed Christianity is, Western Christianity is shamefully embarrassed about the teachings of Western Christianity, which is why none of us stand up for it. The Pope's a social justice warrior. He's, he's not concerned about, about uh, individual Christian life. He's, a, he's on board with the global warmest. He's on board with the, uh, the, the borderless globalists. He's, he's a globalist. Right? Mm-hmm. So wh- where are you hearing the, the gospel of Christ preached at? From Joel Osteen? And the prosperity gospel guys, the more God loves you, the richer he's going to make you. That's not how it works. Nope, not at all. Where do you see it? So you're exactly right, Milty. We are a nominally Christian country, a nominally majority Christian country. Most of that majority does not think in Christian terms. but, But in a way, it's almost hard for them to have done it. How long has it been before Christians in this country really suffered for their faith? Been a long, long long time. We've gotten used to the notion that Christianity can be something we trot out on Sundays, or maybe, you know, maybe uh, on Easter and Christmas we'll trot it out, uh, along with all the secular traditions of Santa Claus and Easter eggs, and we'll, call, we'll buy new clothes, we'll call it Christianity, and we move on with our largely, largely self-involved lives. That was never meant to last. Every uh, enemy of Christianity in the last 2,000 years did that. And you said it, Kate, as we have been withdrawing from God and what it means to stand up from God and God's word, the more we've been growing government. And so uh, there, uh, it, this shouldn't be controversial from a biblical perspective. Right. This is what's always happened. And if you call yourself a Christian who, and you understand the Bible, you clearly have to recognize that. And, and yes, maybe even realize there's hope yet, but that hope is not in human things. It mm-hmm. has to be in him. And that means you can't call upon him for salvation and keep going to the other guy's temple all day. That's the temple of secularism all day. That's right. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Duke Pesta. Love it. Thank you. God bless you. uh, You too. See you next weekend. Of course, we'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. You're not going to want to miss a second of today's show. Be right back. KateDalyRadio.com.
you like to work for one of the fast drowning in information starving for wisdom the kate Daly show starts now Daly Show here. Last hour on a Tuesday. So glad to have you. I've got Uncle Milty here with me. How are you, Uncle Milty? And uh, uh, went over Trump's letter in the last hour. And this hour, we're going to take a little bit of a different turn. And I'm always happy to do this because this close to Christmas, it's uh, it's exciting uh, to really talk about things that that matter, that are important. And uh, instead of the shammy stuff going on in Washington, it's really fun to turn our attention to other things, isn't it? And I love this. I've got a great author on who actually visited our show a year ago. And what's what's really fun about this is this is a book, uh, Mystery of the Magi, The Quest to Identify the Three Wise Men, and we welcome Father Dwight Longnecker on the show. Welcome to you. Thank you. You betcha. I'm glad to have you. In fact, uh, you've got uh, quite the career. Uh, we could go into a lot of detail, but uh, you've been serving 10 years as an uh, Anglican priest. To, uh, you converted to the Catholic faith with your wife and your family and eventually returned to the United States to be ordained a Catholic priest. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, you've written over 15 books and booklets on Catholic spirituality uh, and prayer, and you've uh, authored hundreds of articles that have been published published all over uh, the USA and the UK, and you've got a blog as well. Um, it's called Standing on My Head, and so you're a popular broadcaster and conference speaker. You've been all over the, the world speaking, and so we welcome you to the show, DwightLongnecker.com uh, is, the, is the other website, right? Correct. That's one. Okay, perfect. <laughs> well, this is fun, and, and I love this conversation because I think of what you brought to this last time we were on the air. We're going to share a little bit more of your latest research, too, which I think is just so amazing and interesting and something really to ponder, I think, for this audience. And the magic uh, of, or the magi of, of nativity scenes, uh, the well-dressed wise men bringing gifts to Jesus, what's very interesting about this is, there, is you're telling a, a, a little bit of a different story and this based on the actual evidence and research of this time, which I love. That's right. Mm -hmm. So go right ahead. I'd love you to get the, uh, to get the audience up to speed on well, the mystery yes, of the Magi. Um, I, you know, uh, when I was doing my biblical studies, uh, I came across the widespread notion amongst biblical scholars that the story of the wise men is, is regarded to be a fiction. Mm -hmm. uh, most mainstream biblical scholars look at this story, and to be honest, uh, the, the, the version that has come down to us in our Christmas plays and our Christmas cards and our Christian traditions is kind of very magical. You know, it's three wizards from a faraway land, and when we think of wizards, we think of Dumbledore and Gandalf and Merlin, maybe. You know? mm -hmm. And they followed a magical star on this long quest, and it all sounds too sort of much like a fairy tale. So mm -hmm. a, a lot of the biblical scholars, therefore, have just dismissed it and said, you know, this was a... Um, this was a fabrication which the early Christians put together to make Jesus' birth much more special. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't really buy that, mm -hmm. uh, and so I thought, well, what if, um, what if at least the story is rooted in a, in, in, in a foundation of, of historical facts and individuals, um, kind of the way... Uh, I don't know, maybe King Arthur, the story of King Arthur is, mm -hmm. is rooted in, in a historical figure, although it's been 
uh, elaborated by fic- fiction writers and filmmakers and poets mm-hmm. over the centuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's what I did. I went back to see how Matthew's, uh, St. Matthew's simple story in the Gospel um, connected with the uh, history, the geography, the, the characters, and the politics of the time. What surprised you um, when you were looking into this and you thought, what was the thing that said, I've got to write a book about this? People just don't realize this. I think the main thing is the uh, layer upon layer upon layer of extra um, elaboration that came into the story over the centuries. More than any other story in the Bible, more than any other story in the New Testament, uh, for reasons that I explain in the book, this uh, story of the three wise men uh, was elaborated, first of all, uh, in the early centuries of the Church, and then right through up through the Middle Ages, um, the different preachers and writers and theologians and uh, kept on adding more and more layers of uh, onto the story. And, and this uh, clouded our vision and, and became the sort of received version of the story, which ended up being very different from what Matthew, the story that Matthew actually tells. What do you think actually happened then? If you were to look at the uh, the ancient uh, the ancient texts and the evidence, archaeological evidence, what would you say the story really uh, looks like? Well, the, my my um, object was to try to find where the wise men would have come from if they were historical. Um, historical uh, characters. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> excuse me, the typical uh, understanding is that they came from Persia, which mm-hmm. is present-day Iran and Iraq. Uh, when, when I began to look at this, that hypothesis became more and more um, unlikely. Mm-hmm. Instead, uh, I discovered the civilization of the Nabataeans. They occupied the Arabian Peninsula during the time of the Roman Empire, and they were a fabulously wealthy civilization, but because they didn't keep any written records, uh, and because Saudi Arabia has been closed to, to um, exploration for, for a long, long time, a lot of Westerners just forgot about the Nabataeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know the, about them because of the city of Petra, uh, the wonderful archaeological site, uh, which you can visit today. But even Petra was only discovered and rediscovered in the 19th century. So. Uh, the Nabataeans kind of uh, fell off the radar. They they disappeared from history, and we, we re- rediscovered them recently. And I found that they were the most likely candidates to to have been to, to have been the wise men. Mm, okay, and so tell us a little bit more about that journey, and about uh, and then about uh, what age um, maybe uh, Christ would have been when this took place, or what they would have taken with them. Well. The, the Nabataeans uh, are a very, very interesting civilization. Mm-hmm. They, they basically occupy the Arabian Peninsula, and they're a trading nation. So they're running uh, trade caravans across the desert from the ports uh, in the east in Yemen uh, across to the west to the port of Gaza on the Mediterranean and then, and then out across the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. They're also running caravans from Egypt in the south up to Asia Minor and Iran and Iraq in the north. And... They're fabulously wealthy because they're bringing goods from China and India across the Indian Ocean and then onto their camel caravans, and they're, they're shipping uh, stuff back across to the east uh, from the Roman Empire. So consider them to be like a first-century trucking company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. But, yeah. but, they're, but they're fabulously wealthy, and um, one of the reasons I, I, I discussed, felt that they must have come from the wise men came from the Nabataean capital, uh, and there's many, many reasons, but one of them is uh, the, the gifts themselves of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Uh, gold, 
the, the, the finest gold in, in the ancient world was mined in, in the Arabian Peninsula, and the bushes from which we get uh, incense and myrrh uh, also grow only in uh, eastern uh, Saudi Arabia and northeast mm. Africa, territory controlled by the Nabataeans. So these three gifts were, if you like, their cash crops, their representative gifts, uh, which they were bringing to the court of Herod because they felt they heard that there was a newborn king of uh, king of the Jews. Interesting. Okay. And then what about the age? Uh, what, what did you feel like about that part of the story what might be different? You mean the Christ? ages of the wise men? Or the age of uh, the baby? Oh, <clears throat> excuse me, yes. Um, Matthew, you know, usually we, we think that the wise men arrived on the same mm-hmm. night of Christmas Eve as the shepherds did, and um, that's not really what the Bible says. And mm-hmm. Matthew says that the wise men came to Bethlehem and they found the young child uh, with Mary, his mother, in a house. So they were by then not no longer in the stable, and the word used for young child is the word for toddler. So um, Jesus by then was maybe uh, a year old, 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other indicator is King Herod then asks for all the boys two years old and younger to be killed. Yes. So uh, that's another indicator of, of the possible age of Jesus when the wise men arrive. Mm, interesting. Okay. And so um, what else about this story? Um, like you said, because I've loved what you've just brought up are, are some of the historical facts about where things grow and where things would have come from and where they would have come from. What stood out to you in your research? Well, um, a couple of other factors uh, which were really interesting, and that is that um, archaeological discoveries in Petra and in the ancient Nabataean civilization uh, reveal to us that the, the Nabataean um, wise men, the Nabataean priests, uh, were actually stargazers. Hmm. Um, a, a new um, technology called archaeoastronomy um, uses computer technology to look at ancient sites and see how they might be aligned um, mm-hmm. with the constellations and with the um, solstice and so forth. And it's been shown that the Nabataean temples, uh, which were in high places on mountaintops, uh, were actually aligned according to the constellations and according to the solstices. So they were stargazers. Furthermore, in the 1930s, an archaeologist uh, was um, digging at one of the most important of the Nabataean temples, a place called Kirbet at Tanur. And uh, they discovered a stone-carved zodiac. Hmm. So, again, there's rock-solid right. stone evidence that, that these people were stargazers, um, astrologers, and they were charting the stars of the heavens, which fits, of course, with the story of the wise men. That's true. So, so did your research go further? Uh, you know, the, Matthew says, of course, that Herod was furious that the, the Magi uh, outwitted him, <laughs> and so that he... Uh, and that's when he ordered the uh, the children two years and under the male children under two mm-hmm. to be killed. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Did was if he was that upset with them, did Herod go after them at all? Well, this, yeah. Again, we now we're getting into the realm of speculation. Mm-hmm. First of all, we know from Herod's character that he was he was notoriously paranoid and bloodthirsty. Uh, he'd had one of his wives and I think two of his sons killed. Um, because he suspected they were plotting against him. So mm. the idea that he would, first of all, uh, have all the little boys killed, and he would also uh, try to get the wise men to come back and give him more information uh, as 
really drafting them to be his spies. All of that fits with what we know about the character of Herod the Great. Um, it fits perfectly. But then Matthew says that they were warned in a dream not to go back to Herod. Mm-hmm. So you might remember he gives this little intriguing detail. They went back to their own country by a different route. So uh, there's where the speculation starts. And so I looked at the maps and the trade routes and the roads uh, that we know were um, tra- heavily traveled at that time, and suppose that um, the Nabataeans went back by a more northerly route, north of the Dead Sea, and connected with the north-south route, which to- would take them not south to Petra, but north to Damascus. Um, hmm, interesting. And that they, they were taking refuge there because uh, Herod would have been in touch with their boss back in, in Petra and asked them to pick him up. We're going to pick yep. us right up as well. <laughs> right when we okay. come back, more with uh, Father Dwight Longnecker. The book is Mystery of the Magi, The Quest to Identify the Three Wise Men. He'll be talking about the shepherds, too, which he didn't talk about last year. We'll be right back on The Kate Daly Show. It's getting cold outside. Heating systems can struggle to heat all areas of your house, like your bonus rooms, garage, enclosed patios, master bedrooms, casitas, and more. Air care professionals can help those troubled areas with their Mitsubishi electric cooling and heating ductless system, offering individual comfort control to a more personal defined space. Purchase a system from air care professionals this month and get up to $300 off and 0% equipment financing options OAC. Call 628-2423 or online at aircarepros.com. And thanks for voting us best of Southern Utah two years in a row. You ever feel like treating yourself to something nice for no other reason than it'll make you feel good? Well, do it. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Right now, treat yourself to the best thing on earth. Great sleep. Save big at our New Year's sale. Get a Serta Memory Foam Queen mattress for just $2.99 or a Beautyrest Queen mattress for just $3.99 plus safety first home delivery. So get a great mattress from Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. What's more important than your health? The Summit Athletic Club recently released the best gift in town, the gift of health. Right now, you can gift someone a healthy lifestyle with the Summit's gift of health. It includes 30 days of a Summit Athletic Club membership at all three locations, over 200 classes a week to choose from, 30 days of training, 30 days of tanning, 30 days of towel service, and 30 days of Staiku fitness tracking, all for $99. It really is the perfect gift for anyone. Stop into any of the three Summit Athletic Club locations to take advantage of these specials. And right now, the Summit has specials up to 40% off. With specials like these and the best facilities, trainers, and members in Southern Utah, it's easy to see why the Summit Athletic Club won Best Club in Southern Utah nine years in a row. Stop by one of their three locations with a brand new location coming soon. Take me Hi, I am attorney Kevin Swenson with Swenson and Shelley, and when it comes to accidents, I have seen too many lives altered, leaving behind the bills, medical conditions, and lingering effects. Having an experienced attorney who is looking out for your long-term health, physically and financially, is the most important factor. If you've been in an accident, call my office. The call is free, and I will make sure you know all of your options before the insurance company tries to settle, leaving your life changed forever. At Swenson and Shelley. 
Kelly. Our Utah injury attorneys are knowledgeable, experienced, adept at solving legal problems, and will advocate for you. Every accident is unique and requires specific solutions in dealing with insurance companies and medical bills. Rehab can be arduous and painful. Working through medical bills can be all-consuming, and losing time on the job is money out of your pocket. Don't fight these battles alone. Swenson and Shelley are skilled and committed to helping you. Log on to SwensonandShelley.com to get the compensation you deserve. Fall is in the air with the cool breeze and the cool crisp air now calling for a holiday planning. Let your mind be at ease and let your 2020 year finish with the help of Catering Concepts. We have all your holiday needs. Yummy, comforting food with a beautiful holiday touch. Let your table do the talking with the elegant appeal of well-dressed food, appetizers, and spiced cider, if you will. Linens, chairs, tables. Catering Concepts has all the right touches to make your holiday spread look delightful without all the headache. And get a 10% discount for shopping local. Shop Utah. Call Catering Concepts today. Catering Concepts, when it just has to be perfect. So you didn't get that RV you wanted for Christmas? Aw, don't be sad. Just head down to Nielsen RV to find the perfect travel trailer, fifth wheel, toy hauler, or motorhome. Plus, Nielsen RV has extended the Christmas cash sale through the end of the year. So if you missed out on letting Nielsen RV pay for your Christmas, there's still time to save big and get up to $5,000 cash back. That's Nielsen RV off the Bluff Street exit under the giant American flag on State Street and Hurricane or online at NielsenRV.com. They say you can't please everyone all the time. But maybe you can. At Eureka Casino Resort Town Square Buffet, the Town Square Buffet has redefined buffet dining in Mesquite. The executive chef and culinary team have created something for every taste and occasion. The Town Square Buffet is open every Friday and Saturday night and for brunch on Sunday with special holiday offerings on Christmas Day and New Year's Eve. Visit EurekaMesquite.com for details. Eureka, it's your place to play. Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. No matter your situation, Bank of Utah Home Loans can help with the right home loan for you. Call Brian and the Bank of Utah Home Loans team today, 435-986-7221. Bank of Utah Home Loans, helping you grow no matter what stage of life you're in. Copiers for Sale offers Southern Utah the best quality and pricing on printers, copiers, and plotters. They sell, lease, and service any equipment your business or home office needs. CopiersForSale.com, a local company and division of Steamroller Copies, is always asking, what do you want to print today? The show is previously recorded. They're open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. We three kings of I can talk today. Welcome back to the show. Uh, You're listening to the Kate Daly Show, and we love all of our global listeners. Thank you for tuning in and uh, turning our attention uh, to uh, the story, the biblical story that is the center of attention in December uh, for our country and uh, abroad. And we have Father Dwight Longnecker on with us, who has written about 15 books. And one of these books is, uh, is the Magi book that he wrote, The Mystery of the Magi, The Quest to Identify the Three Wise Men. And I love the research he did. You know, at the end of the day, the story uh, of Christ is an important one and one that we all love. And I think that this is so compelling, some of the things that you have found. And we were just talking about Damascus, uh, Father Longnecker. Yes. Um, my speculation is that when the wise men uh, went home by a different route, that mm-hmm. they actually went to a more, more northerly route and went to Damascus, which was a northern uh, city that was also under the Nabataean um, control at that time. 
Uh, it's complicated, but that, that's likely where they went. <clears throat> Interesting, and and so the you know, you know the the characterization of the of the um, of the three wise men um, has been has been one. But you you think that they were actually probably had quite a bit of money because of the things they were able to bring, and uh, and that the story maybe maybe played out over a, a series of time because it would have had to to make that kind of voyage, and so there's no way they could have been there on that night, but. Uh, but you know, we still love the the story, the nativity scene. We probably all have one of those in our homes. But I love the fact that you're bringing out some of the you know these facts from the Bible to kind of put them into the story this way. It's, it's great. Yes, the, the the facts as they came out and based on Matthew's account don't really match up uh, completely with the, the sort of traditions that we all practice. And mm-hmm. it's fine to have those traditions, but um, they don't all connect with, with Matthew's gospel. And if we understand that, 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 that's fine. Yeah. Why the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh? Well, the gold, frankincense, and myrrh were uh, actually, I believe, representative gifts of the Nabataean kingdom. That's where the finest gold in, in the ancient world was mined. That's where the, the mm-hmm. um, bushes for, for frankincense and myrrh actually grew. And so they would have been diplomatic gifts uh, my theory is that the wise men were uh, emissaries, diplomats from the court of uh, Aratus the, the Fourth, the mm-hmm. king of Nabatea, to King Herod, and that these gifts were presented as were intended originally to be um, diplomatic gifts, uh, representative of the Nabatean kingdom to Herod, uh, but then they went and, and gave them to, to Jesus instead. Wow. I love it. Uh, the book, uh, The Mystery of the Magi, you've got to get this book. And then also you've been doing some research since we last spoke last year about the shepherds. I'd love to hear this, too. Well, again, it's hard to fit it all into sure. a few minutes. But, uh, you know, again, the the idea that we have uh, in our tradition is that the shepherds were these homely, rustic um you know, country bumpkins who were sitting around the campfire and looked up and saw some angels and said, well, let's go into the city and see the little baby boy, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, sure. in fa- and in fact, what we're learning about, um, if, if you visit the Shepherd's Cave in Bethlehem, uh, which you can do if you go to pil- pilgrimage there, uh, you, we will learn that uh, this it's much more complicated than that. And, and very simply put, uh, in uh, Jerusalem on Passover, tens of thousands of lambs would be sacrificed every year for the Passover. And so we asked, where did they get those lambs from? Well, they were actually doing some factory farming on the hills uh, not far from Jerusalem. And the Jewish law said that the Passover lamb had to be uh, had to be um, raised within six miles of Jerusalem. And Bethlehem is just five miles away from Jerusalem. So uh, the scholars and historians are beginning to believe that there was actually on the hillsides all over Bethlehem a huge factory farm, uh, basically, to raise all of the tens of thousands of lambs that had to be sacrificed every year um, in the spring. Hmm. And uh, that, therefore, the shepherds who were... um, the lambs that were being born in December, and by the way, uh, the breed of sheep in the Middle East is called the Aswazi sheep, mm-hmm. and they do not they do not uh, give birth in the spring, they give birth in December. So the shepherds were out there during the lambing season, uh, and the lambs that they were raising were actually um, had to be checked and purified by the priests because they had to re- meet the, um, the stringent requirements for, of perfection for the Passover lambs, and that therefore the shepherds were very... Um, well-educated in the liturgy and the religion of the Jews in order to raise all these Passover lambs. 
Hmm. And uh, furthermore, when the lamb would be born, the Passover lamb would be born, it had to be wrapped up safely uh, Mm -hmm. in cloth uh, and laid in a little hollow, scooped out uh, hollow in the the stone, which would normally be used as a manger during the rest of the year. Uh, And uh, then the priest would come and inspect it to see that it was actually a perfect um, lamb that could be used for the sacrifice. So these shepherds, therefore, when the angel said, you will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger, they drew, the, and it said, this will be a sign unto you. These shepherds knew that they were not going to Bethlehem just to see an ordinary baby. Uh, they were going to see the Lamb of God, because mm. this baby was wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger, just like the lambs that they were raising that night. Uh, and wrapping up in cloth and laying in a manger for the inspection. So um, hmm. this gives a huge level of new meaning to the story, the story yes, of the shepherds does. as well, uh, which is really very moving because they were going, therefore, to see the newborn Lamb of God. And they knew that's what they were going to go and see because of the message of the angel. Wow. That's awesome. I know. Yeah, that's really awesome. I know. I had absolutely what a, They must have had quite a, an operation to have as many as uh, 260,000 yeah. lambs a, a year be slaughtered at passover yes it would have been huge yes and, and, and mm-hmm. they they would it would have been very commercial they they were raising it with a uh, as i say factory farming they would have had a whole system set up to be able to um get all of those lambs uh and have them ready to go for the spring sacrifice you know years ago i worked on a ran- on a ranch a, mm-hmm. during lambing season mm-hmm. and he had two bands of sheep that's that's two thousand sheep I can't imagine <laughs> two hundred and sixty thousand. Yeah, you, there were there were no country bumpkins there no. for sure in order to be able to corral and and and, and service that many. It, it would wow. have had to have been a very highly managed uh, um, operation mm-hmm. and one which was you know very organized in order to do all of that. Um, so yes, it's this, all of this history is, <clears throat> is is fascinating because it sheds so much more light. And people will say, well, why isn't all of that in the gospel? But, well, because it didn't need to be. Remember, this was <laughs> the yeah. Gospel of Matthew and, and Luke were written within 30 years or so of the death and resurrection of Jesus. So the, the people back then would have known all of this without having to have it be written. Right. But we've forgotten it over the 2,000 years. That is so true. I know in uh, the book uh, that, that you wrote about the wise men, the wise men traveled not on camels but on horses, and that's something that's not widely known. Well, again, this is speculation, sure. but everybody's heard of Arabian horses. Mm-hmm. And the, the Arabian horses were actually bred by the Nabataeans. Uh, the, they began a couple hundred years before Jesus' birth. Mm-hmm. And the Arabian horses were the sort of luxury mode of transportation in their day. They were fleet. They were fast. Uh, they could endure great hardship, and, and they, could, uh, they were very strong. Uh, and so... Uh, emissaries, ambassadors from one from the court of Aratus the fourth would most certainly have taken uh, r- ridden on horse, horseback to to, to the the, the um, court of Herod. Uh, if they had camels, the camels would have been used as pack animals. But um, they would most certainly have made a, a rapid trip, uh, not very long actually, between Petra and Jerusalem. Um, probably a journey of less than a week uh, mm. to be able to get there. Wow. You know, what what fascinates me about this, and, and one of the reasons I, I really wanted to hear from you again, too, is it really solidifies the story 
actually more in fact the way it would have happened or could have happened for even the strongest naysayer of this particular story because like you said back in the day they would have known what they were talking about and it might not make sense through a 2019 lens unless you looked at what you just researched and found and that's what i think that you're bringing to this is the the authentication of of what took place in reality, well, which and, is and awesome. People have, people have commented about the book and said, you know, Father, they said you've written a book to displease everybody. <laughs> because the, the, tradi- the traditionalists who are very fond of mm-hmm. the, what I call the Christmas card version with a wise man on camels following a magical star for a long, long journey over the desert from India and Africa and so forth, who were named Balthazar and Melchior and Caspar and all the rest of that. Uh, they're kind of disappointed because I'm saying, well, actually, Matthew doesn't say all that. And... <laughs> He doesn't even say there were three, and he doesn't say there were kings, and he doesn't say they rode camels. Um, So they're disappointed to have that sort of taken away from them. Mm -hmm. But then also the scholars who dismiss the whole thing as a fairy tale are also displeased because I'm saying, you know, um, it's not a fairy tale. It sounds very probable that these are historical figures. Wow. I love this. It is. And I think from a a matter of faith, I think Mm -hmm. it's important. Yeah. You know, because there is, is the point that I make in the book, because mm-hmm. it's important that our faith is actually historical. That yes. the Gospels are not fairy tales. Uh, they were not just sort of made up mm-hmm. in order to make this person, Jesus, into some kind of a magical person. Um, they're rooted in history, and I go through the, the foundation of that history uh, in the book, explaining why the Gospels mm-hmm. were most probably written within 30 years of Jesus' death and resurrection, when people were still living, eyewitnesses were still living, uh, and so the stories in the Gospels are uh, historically accurate. Wow. Anything else in the last uh, two minutes of the show, anything else about the shepherds that you'd like to share? Um, just the, this uh, beautiful link with the uh, child in the manger and wrapped in swaddling clothes they knew was the Lamb of God. And that, therefore, the, this theme right from the beginning of Jesus being the Lamb of God is woven into the story and the original hearers back 2,000 years ago would have understood that completely. So when they read Luke's Gospel uh, about the shepherds going to see the Lamb of God, and then they read uh, about John the Baptist who points out to Jesus and to points to Jesus and says, Behold the Lamb of God, uh, all the pieces of the puzzle would have, would have fit together very neatly for them. Amen. Mm, that's really neat. And I, you know, the, the, the star of Bethlehem and all of the things that you've been describing, um, I just think it actually just roots itself a little bit more in that story. And I tend to think of these things. I was thinking of these things last time we had you on as I was reviewing the story once again, Christmas <laughs> Eve. And I thought, I thought of you. I thought, yeah, I thought that's really a neat thing that you're doing. And I, if you've gotten any pushback, I feel bad about that because I actually think that you're doing such a service to be able to, to take, to take these events and make them very real. I love this. Yes. Uh, I, and in the book, I was very careful not to take, um, a kind of strident view, mm-hmm. saying that everything in the gospel story has to be 100% historically accurate, just as it's written. We can still allow for the, the scriptures to be inspired by the Bible, by, by the Holy Spirit, but but still allow that uh, under the human writing of them, um, they, they might have got a, a, a few details wrong about mm-hmm. places or people. Um, we we can allow for that. That, that that's. We don't. It doesn't. You know, mm-hmm. our belief in the scriptures and, right. and the Word of God don't rely uh, on a hundred percent rock solid historical but, accuracy. Instead, we say that mm-hmm. um, basically 
the, the stories are, are historical right. and uh, to be taken as historical. And we find uh, how they are rather than finding ways to say that they're not. The book is Mystery of the Magi, The Quest to Identify the Three Wise Men. I hope you do the one about the shepherds. Yes. We're visiting with uh, Father Longnecker, and I so appreciate you coming on. And really, when you talked about the wise men being skilled in looking up at the sky and being skilled in the art of figuring things out uh, in the sky, that makes more sense as to why they recognized that so quickly and knew. I thought that was cool. I, I really love uh, I love this. Mystery of the Magi. Thank you, Father Longnecker. Really appreciate you coming on. Well, thank you for the invitation. Merry Christmas to you and all you listeners. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas thank you. Mystery of the Magi. Get the book. Be right back on the Keith Daly Show. 2021 begins with huge savings at the locally owned and operated Ashley Home Store. Make your day off pay off tomorrow only with special holiday hours from noon to 6 p.m. And take advantage of huge one-day only savings in every department. New Year's celebration savings on couches, sectionals, and recliners at up to 30% off. New Year's celebration savings on outdoor furniture sets up to 65% off. New Year's celebration savings on plush sofas starting at $4.99. Say goodbye to 2020 and good morning to 2021 in the Ashley Sleep Center. Plus, look for the special orange and yellow tags throughout the store and save even more. Find that perfect accessory for your home and get up to 50% savings. Kick off 2021 with New Year's celebration savings tomorrow only from noon to 6 p.m. at the Ashley Home Store, East Red Cliffs Drive, in between the DI and Pineview Stadium 10. All financing OAC. See store for details. Southern Utah's heating and air conditioning specialists would like to send you and your family the warmest wishes this holiday season. Air care professionals would like to thank all their customers for another great year. While you're enjoying your friends and family this holiday season and during those cold winter months, if you have any heating problems or just want to upgrade your system, air care professionals are here to help at 628-2423. That's 628-2423 or online at www.aircarepros.com. Happy holidays from Air care professionals. If you or a loved one has taken Zantac for a prolonged period and has suffered from or is currently suffering from certain types of cancer, please contact the law firm of Swenson and Shelley right now. On April 1st, 2020, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration announced that it was requesting that manufacturers withdraw all Zantac and generic Zantac over-the-counter drugs from the market. It has been determined that an ingredient in some Zantac-type medications is linked to cancer. You may be entitled to a significant cash settlement. To find out if you have a case, contact the law firm of Swenson & Shelley. If you or a loved one has taken Zantac for a prolonged period and has suffered from or is currently suffering from certain types of cancer, please contact the law firm of Swenson & Shelley right now at swensonandshelley.com. That's SwensonAndShelley.com. Below Retail is excited to announce they have in stock artificial grass by Turf Direct. With its industry-leading technology and realistic-looking product, you can create a beautiful, waterless and maintenance-free environment at the most competitive pricing guaranteed. They encourage that you come and feel this high-quality product that will transform and beautify your landscaping. They're open to all you DIYers, contractors, and landscapers. Below Retail has turf that's hand-cut and ready to be hauled out the door same day. Visit TurfDirect.com. That's TurfDirect.com. 
As a business owner, taking care of your employees and their health is top priority these days. That's why a corporate membership at the Summit Athletic Club might be just what you need for your business. Studies have shown that physically fit employees are less likely to get sick, are less stressed, have more sustained energy, making them more productive, exude self-confidence, accomplish goals, are natural leaders, and know how to have fun. At the Summit Athletic Club, they know that investing, encouraging, and providing the opportunity for a physically fit lifestyle demonstrates a concern for your employees' overall well-being, and it pays off. And best of all, the Summit Athletic Club team is offering a complimentary experience for you and your employees where they'll come and explain all these benefits, including informational packets and even yummy healthy snacks. Get your employees the healthy benefits they deserve with the Summit Athletic Club's corporate membership, good at any of their three locations. Take me where I can find the me inside of me. Season's greetings from Rescue Alert of Dixie. Do you have parents or a loved one that really needs 24-hour care? If they're really not the best in an emergency or with modern technology like a smartphone, here is something to consider. Rescue Alert of Dixie. With just a single push of a button, your loved one will be contacted and get immediate help. Plus, just by wearing the device around their neck, if they fall outside or in a different room and can't get to a phone, Rescue Alert of Dixie still works. The Emergency Response Center will call them, make sure they're okay, or call someone from their call list or send emergency medical help immediately. The idea of having somebody there 24 hours a day, 7 days a week is a great gift for anybody, no matter their age. And it costs less than a dollar a day with no contracts. For peace of mind, consider Rescue Alert of Dixie today. Happy holidays from Rescue Alert of Dixie. Protecting your loved ones with a push of a button. Call 435-986-1735 or rescualertdixie.com. This show is previously recorded. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Father uh, Dwight Longnecker, um, who came on DwightLongnecker.com, and also the book Mystery of the Magi, spelling out a, a bit more historical uh, story behind the story. And uh, I actually I liked his work. I thought it was great. I think that the more you can add to that in his uh, rooted in the time that it existed in and bringing in all the facts of, of where they might have come from and what exactly transpired, I thought that was great. What about you? Yeah, no, I, it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, I'm probably going to read the book. I know. It is. It's really good. So uh big thank you to him. And, uh, of course, there was a, there was a story. Um, we covered the impeachment last hour, so I don't even want to touch it this hour. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I'm so sick of it already. Aren't you? Yeah, I am. And yet it never comes to an end. You know, <laughs> I'm going to bring this up real quick. Noah Feldman. Yeah. The Harvard uh-huh. professor yes. who was part of the impeachment thing. Uh-huh. A story came out today on Bloomberg, mm-hmm. written by him. Giuliani hints at a new defense. So what if Trump did it? What? That's it. That's the article. It's it's like... Oh, come on. What did he do? He did nothing. Yeah, oh, and so grief. the context of this is... 
Giuliani's hinting that, well, maybe he did do it, but there's still nothing wrong with it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, geez. I, I, I don't know. I just still worry. I still worry about it being in the, sen- in, in the Senate because of this being annihilation of due process. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really isn't about Trump. It's about due process. They're just, uh, they just wanted this from the beginning, and they're, they're finally getting their way, and the votes are in. And so it's like, Merry Christmas, you're impeached was the headline, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm worried about due process, as you are, and, uh, and I have a feeling, that, I don't know, is the Senate actually going to do, uh, it, I, I don't know, I don't trust a, them at all. It, it's, a, it's a cliffhanger. Uh, Noah Feldman is a Trump hater as good as any of them. Yeah. So for him to write this doesn't surprise me, but they just won't let go. I'd like to get back to the old days when we actually used to just converse about policy. And there's lots of policies I don't like, and there's a lot that I do. And I would love to be able to tackle that instead of personality-driven hatred. That's what gets me on that. Anyway. If we went back through history based on what's happening now... Mm -hmm. And and went back and looked at every president through history mm-hmm. through this lens. <laughs> we could impeach every one of them. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the truth. I mean, I really impeach all members of Congress yep. all the way back a yep. uh, hundred years because of what's been taking place. Maybe that's what we should. That's do. what we should do. Um, take a good hard look at, at who's in office, also running the purse strings and everything else, because that's where you're going to find your biggest problem. It isn't so much the president as it is Congress. That that that's the issue, yep. and that's the issue that never gets talked about because everything gets dumped on the on the president. But no, it's it's the one with the most power, and that's Congress. Yep. What are they doing? Yeah. Why are they doing yeah, this? Yeah, I know. Why are they shoving it over to the Senate without doing much? There's a there's a good question for you. Um, but we did go through his letter to Nancy yep. Pelosi, which really was for the American people, and that's a good read. You'll have to read it because it does spell it all out, and it does it does really talk about the fact that there's there's really no evidence against him. It's just whatever they can say, abuse of power, whatever that means. I mean, it's very strange. There was a, a story that caught my eye that I I wondered what you guys thought about, and it was um, Netflix doesn't want your business if you're a Christian. Uh, Netflix has caused controversy by streaming a comedy special that depicts uh, Christ as, as a LGBT, as a homosexual, and his mother as, as God's pot-smoking mistress. Um, and this sacrilegious content, um, a skit that portrays uh, Christ as a, as a homicidal sadist. And Matt Walsh, who I used to be on The Blaze with, he said, uh, there's part of me that thinks that we should ignore this idiocy and go on with our day. It's so utterly <coughs> stupid and witless, just provocation for provocation's sake. He's right. Yes. That I fear we dignify it by responding with exactly the outrage that the creators of the special were banking on. In the end, what they produced is the intellectual equivalent of making a fart noise in our faces. <laughs> why, why pay it the respect uh, of getting angry about it? But Ultimately, it's this, he says, the total lack of any creative value that makes its existence on Netflix all the more worthy of condemnation. If this is some dumb skit on YouTube, it wouldn't warrant our attention. But Netflix, a a multi-billion dollar media conglomerate, decided to lend it the support and credibility of its massive platform. What reason is there to stream this tripe other than blatant screw you to its Christian customers? Netflix has the last temptation of Christ, too, which is equally sacrificial.
sacrilegious, but at least it's a legitimate film uh, created by one of the best filmmakers in cinema history. This gay Jesus thing, on the other hand, serves no artistic purpose other than to desecrate what Christians hold dear just for the fun of it. What do you think? You know, you, you've never heard me to be one mm-hmm. that, to go out and say, I'm not going to do this because they said this, or right, I'm not right, going right, to right. shop there because of this. I'm not big on that. But this is one case where I think if all Christians yeah. canceled their subscription to Netflix because mm-hmm. they don't need Christians, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be a multi-billion dollar company very long. No, they would not. No, they would not. Because a lot of people turn to Netflix so they can control their streaming and watching habits and And they can pick the stuff they want. And then this is put out there. Yeah. But just not even that. Just for the fact that their claim is... We don't need Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, he, and he said, put it this way, would Netflix ever play host to a whimsical comedy special that portrays Prophet Muhammad as a homosexual? Nope. They never would do that. Are you kidding me? They'd have groups up in arms. But for some reason, people are kind of silent about this. Um, you know, I always think that everything that, that occurs that you don't like, you have to let it in in order to have the ones that you do like, right? Uh, sort of, you know, the free speech argument. And we all understand that. Netflix can do what they want, but they also run the risk, and they know that, of putting on stuff that is very sacrilegious to people that, that people would find pretty offensive, too. And you, he's right. They wouldn't do this with Prophet Muhammad. No, they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, Netflix as a company, has mm-hmm. publicly condemned hatred and bullying. Right. Except when it comes to Christianity. Yeah. Then so hatred Christians and bullying can be okay. bullied, but nobody yeah. else? Nobody else. So. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? It's very um, scriptural. Well, yeah. 888-673-1450. Um, so what he's saying is Christians uh, should cancel their Netflix subscriptions. He said, this isn't a boycott. It isn't even a statement on our part. Netflix is the one that made the statement. Yeah. The statement's clear. If you're a Christian, we don't want your business. Right. What else are we supposed to do but oblige? Okay. If you show up to someone's house party and they immediately scream in your face and call you a piece of garbage... You aren't going to stay around very long. You aren't welcome. And it's not your house. Fine. Why would you want to stick around anyway? And he's right. If we're not welcome to the Netflix party because they're willing and they knew that when they subscribed to this and said, yes, we want to have this on our multi-million dollar platform, then he's saying they're the ones screaming in your face. It's yep. their house. So uh, so you take your uh, collective millions of dollars in subscription fees and go elsewhere. What do you guys think? 888-673-1450. Is it something that you'd boycott? When do you boycott? And I know he's not calling this a boycott because he's saying, really, they boycotted us. Right. You know, they boycotted Christians in general. Is that okay? It se- this seems to come up a lot at this time of year. And, um, and I, I, feel like, I feel like we put on a shield and we take the hits like the entire month, maybe November and December. Um, and I feel like everything directed towards Christmas is just fine and dandy and people get away with everything they want to do. But when it comes to other things, like he's saying, um, other religions, other things, 
then you're not allowed to do that. That's bullying. But when it when it comes to Christianity, you know, you can't say Merry Christmas. You got to say Happy Holidays. Uh, if somebody has a nativity, uh, people like to say that you're not allowed to because that is, um, especially in the school, you're not allowed to because that's uh, you know church run religion. Even though kids aren't forced to go to church, <laughs> it's just a representation of the thing that we celebrate as a country. Um, and this is really endemic to the United States. So. You know, what's the problem here? But it seems as though they sanction bullying towards Christianity. And I really wanted to get uh, your opinion out there. When is the time to say, oh, okay, then I'm out. All right, I won't do that anymore. I'm not going to patron that business anymore. I'm, I'm taking my dollars elsewhere, even to something that you really like, like Netflix. And maybe you really like being a part of Netflix, but when do you say I'm out? Yeah. I don't know. 888-673-1450, 888-673-1450. I'd love to hear what you had to say on that. I really would. There's really no way around it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a show. And it's not like you have to watch it. You're not being no. forced to watch it. Um, so I can see the argument that way, too, uh, that they can represent all kinds of different types of... But if if... If, they're, if they would go so far as to not put anything up like this against another religion, then I'm going to have to say that they're picking and choosing what kind of crap they want to put on yeah. Netflix. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. I'll keep watching Netflix as long as there's stuff on there that I like to watch. You know, mm. if it gets to the point where this content just isn't appealing, mm-hmm. you know, I'll go somewhere else. Okay. And, you know, Netflix isn't the only game in in, in, in town. Right. You know, there's other services. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I thought about, uh, like you were saying, is it seems like, you know, this time of year, Christians, uh, you know, kind of get, you know, beat up on a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, what I look at is religious people, not just Christians, you know, religious people that I, that I know that, that, that I would say they take it serious. Mm-hmm. You know, their beliefs, um, it, it brings peace to their lives in, in spite of opposition. And, you know, sure, these, these other companies or people, yeah, they might get one over. They so-called, they think they get one over on the Christians. But, but does that really bring them peace? Or is it just, you know, hey, we poked, we poked the Christians, ha-ha, you know, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. um, we, we don't have to fight every fight because, you know, when, when, you're, when you're living what you believe, you know, it should bring you peace right. and protection and, and happiness. and. You know, that's why you're going to see all this other mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, it, it's that they're trying. It's like they're doing all these other things to get what we have, but they're never going to get it that way. Right. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Really love the phone call. Thank you for that. Uh, it was great. Yeah, no, I mean, he's he's absolutely correct. Yeah. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. You know, this whole case, this whole Netflix thing, Kate, mm-hmm. it, it just kills me because I got to tell you, I gave up television because I thought, whatever my entertainment needs to be fed on Netflix, right? Right. But, so I don't know if you've ever watched the show, um, what is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, <coughs> their television programming is very anti-Christian as well, so the only Christians that are being portrayed, mm-hmm. they're either complete idiots, mm-hmm. or they're not knowledgeable about the Christian faith. So like Grey's Anatomy, for instance. I yeah. Know, but watch that. There's only been two people on there that have had Christian beliefs. One of them became a lesbian, and the other one is just a complete idiot. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. They do portray us as yep. you know gun wielding, complete redneck idiots. If you're a Christian, you're right. It's, it's pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, they made, they made this one woman look like she was just a complete idiot. She's a Christian. How could she possibly be a surgeon? She's just obviously wow. right from wrong. And, and naive. And the other part, <laughs> yeah, very naive and, and not even not even intelligent about 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 Christian things. I mean, mm-hmm. just constantly having a problem, always saying, how could God let this happen? Just really unintelligent right. type of talk. right. So yes. it doesn't surprise me that they're out to get us. Thank I, you. I know that they don't want our business. Yep. Yeah. Appreciate the phone call. Love that. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, caller, you got 45 seconds. Go for it. 45 seconds. Family yep. Research Council this morning had a thing called Second Vote. Chick-fil-A is now supporting LGBTQ, mm-hmm. Hallmark, Netflix. Who else? So you might want to look that one up, secondvote.com, uh, whatever. Yes, I've seen that. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Yes, they, uh, they're they supporting a couple of groups I don't agree with at all. Very interesting. Well, yep. 2 Timothy 3, <laughs> 3.12. Uh-huh. In fact, everyone who mm-hmm. wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Mm, well, uh, certainly. and uh, We're there. Well... Yeah, and and I know because we, you know after doing this for eight years, man, the hits just keep on coming every single December. But you know what, though, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, nope. I'm I'm more. I have more faith, so it must be working in reverse. Maybe they've done a war on Christians because usually when they do a war, it increases. Okay, well, faith is increased. What can I say? Um, be faithful, be fearless. Thank you, Uncle Melty. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. And uh, of course, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Everybody have a great one. Go spend some time with your families. See you here tomorrow. Go to katedallyradio.com for the recorded uh, podcast of the show. How would you like to work for one of the fastest